Oh, hi there. How's it going? Welcome back to Deep and Meaningfuls with Fursey. So, we're one episode in. It's all happening. I'd now like to read you a comment from the last podcast. This one is from Shireen. She said, Very good, Mark Fart. Now, straight away, you might be thinking, a mm, little disrespectful, uh, but to Shireen's defence... My last name actually means fart in German. If you pronounce Furze, I believe that means fart. So she's off the hook on that one. Very good, Mark Fart. I thoroughly enjoyed you DM podcast with Lolly. Pretty sure she meant your DM podcast with Lolly, but we'll let that slide as well. Thanks very much, Shireen. The truth of the matter is that Shireen is the identical twin of Laurel, my last guest, but that's neither here nor there. I will take a compliment wherever I can get it. Now, there are three things that I love in life. An electric sunset, a toasted sandwich, and a good deep chat. And on this episode of the podcast, that's exactly what I have for you. My guest is a very good friend of mine. His name is Stefan. Uh, he and I actually met in a hot tub, which is a great place to make long-lasting friendships, I think, because you're comfortable, but you're also vulnerable. The perfect combination. <laughs> so Stefan is what can only be described as a psychedelic explorer. He is Canadian. He's a real estate agent and an entrepreneur, and he's based in Los Angeles. We had a great chat. I really love the guy. We talk about all kinds of naughty, illegal, plant-based medicines. And um, I hope you enjoy this conversation. So now, here is Stefan Pompoy. Here is Stefan Pompoy. Here is Stefan Pompipu. I've just realised I've been mates with this guy for years and I've been making fun of his last name from the word go and I've just realised that I've never actually learned how to say it properly. So, Steph, forgive me, mate. I hope we can still be friends. Hang on. Yeah, I'll crank you up a little bit. Yeah, this is... I've got stuff. <laughs> I, was, I spent about an hour on... Um, on soundcheck. On Amazon today looking for stands. Oh, really? I, did, I, couldn't, I couldn't pull did the trigger. Really? Yeah, I couldn't find which one to get. Yeah. It took oh. me so long trying to... So now we're I just going um, rock and roll. Sense. I like it. This is a rock star style. <laughs> rock star style. <laughs> yeah, All right, cheers, brother. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks for um, having me. Mm. This is really cool. Thanks for being here, mate. Uh, let me know when, we, when we've started. Oh, we're started. It's oh, happening. we started. Yeah, we're doing oh, it. wow. Nice. <laughs> There we go. This um, is it. Yeah, yeah. This is it. We're doing it now. Now we're it's just like waiting for that trip to come. It's like what mushrooms are, like when 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 is it gonna come out? This 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 is it. Yeah, you're doing it. You're there. You're there. Really? Yeah. Everyone has this like expectation of something grandiose. To yes. Come. It's like no. It's like life. It's you like go, life. What? hang on. We're doing it. Yeah. I'm this, alive. Yeah. When this happens, I'll do this. Yes. No, but this is it. This is Absolutely. The life that we're, we've been waiting It's for. funny too when you do that. Like it's inside of psychedelics, even outside of psychedelics, yeah. you just kind of being that con that effort of being mindful mm. slips past so quickly it, it evades us so easily yeah and I, I think that's why when we have these moments of like you know life you know like i'm 41 like when did that happen right? yeah because we're i think we're always waiting for like 41 when you're 20 is like oh when i'm 41 i'll be th i'll feel this way i'll have this i'll do that i'll be here yeah but the presence the present moment always feels the same at every age. I still feel 20 in certain ways and I still feel whatever. I'll probably still yeah. feel this way. How old do you feel? How, when is the point where you feel like you went, 
okay, I've got it all figured out and then just kind of stopped? Um, I, I don't think it's ever come. <laughs> I, I, I haven't. I still don't think I've ever I, I had it. I had it figured out by fourteen, mate. Yeah, yeah, all sorted. Like, yeah. and everything's yeah. just been like smooth sailing since. Yeah, yeah, been waiting for everyone else to catch up. Yeah, <laughs> that's your that's your uh, curiosity of these podcasts. Like, uh, what what haven't you guys figured out? It's so obvious. I'm fourteen <laughs> years old, I got it. Where the fuck yeah. have you guys been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying. I'm just well, trying to bring humanity up to speed with right. me. You know, yeah. my fourteen year old mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think it's almost like there's there's an element to figuring out. Like you've figured. I think for me, the figuring out is figuring out that I don't think I'll ever have it figured out, and, and being yeah. at peace with that. Yeah. Right. Because there's a moment where you're like chasing that feeling of oh, when will you know when will I whatever that might be. And, and I think I remember I was talking with this about this with my brothers um, of, you know, when we were kids, you know, I, my parents were into Tony Robbins and, you know, Augmentino and, and Brian Tracy and all these guys um, early on. And I remember like listening to tapes, you know, Jim Rohn. And like, we were 14 years old, 15 years old, listening to these tapes, even younger. Cause I think Sasha was 16. So I was probably 12, but you, you're retaining it at 14, 15. Yeah. And um, I remember thinking like, um, like these guys know, like these guys, you know, all this stuff. And I remember my mom, uh, Augmentino, my mom went to a book signing and she brought like 20 books because she was like, she, you know, loved the books and she would get them signed and give them to friends. And I remember like he was, you know, probably gave a talk and he, to him, he gives talks and he's just, you know, he's tired and he's doing book signings and she put, you know, 20 books on the table for him to sign. And he wow. was like, he made a comment, like something like, oh, I got to sign all, the, like there was something about like, you know, I got to sign all these. Yeah, You know, and I remember she was like, just like lost. So she was just so offended by that, which I get because like you should see it as like, dude, I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm getting 20 books signed. I'm giving them to everybody. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, there's a, there's a human element to these guys of like, he's fucking tired. Like he's yeah. been he's on a book tour, probably did this a hundred times. And you're just like, another, like, Oh, I gotta get tw-. like, no matter how woke they seem. Yeah. yeah there's, there's still, still a, a human element to that. Yeah. And I remember thinking, you know, when my mom came back, told me the story. I'm like, Oh, that's weird. Oh, this guy. And then, you know, then you live life and you realize when you meet a lot of, you know, we're living in Los Angeles, we've had a chance to meet a lot of our heroes and idols or whatever you want to call them, yeah. just people that, that have inspired us over the years. And, and when you do meet them and you have this, like this human interaction, this human contact with them, you know, you're realizing that they're just human. And in some ways they haven't figured out they're going through divorces and bankruptcies or challenges and insecurities, just like all of us, you know? Yeah, and it, so that's when you start to have that veil of like, oh shit, I don't think we ever get there. I don't think we ever get to the point where when I make this amount of money at 45 and I have like, you know, the cool car and the pretty wife and the great kids or whatever that fantasy, American dream fantasy is, yeah. um, that, that, that'll be smooth sailing from there. No, it's never smooth sailing. When you get there, there'll be other challenges. There'll be like the, the challenge of, of maintaining that, right? It's like an actor, like you want to book the role and you book the role. It's like, oh, you want to do a good job. And then mm. you've had the great big movie and like, oh shit, now I don't want to lose that status of being a-list celebrity. So there's always a challenge everywhere along the way. Absolutely. Um, so I, I think making peace with that uh, is for me what it's kind of, about well, I th- I think you, you've you've nailed it because you you look at coming back to you know our idols you know you see people who are famous for what what reason what, whatever reason it might be and and they're either idolized by you personally or in magazines because you're told to idolize idolize them or whatever it might be and they're they're on this pedestal right mm-hmm. and then you hear about they go to rehab yeah. or they commit suicide mm-hmm. and these are people who. So many of these people that are in that are supposedly in inverted commas living the dream, yeah. but it's it, it's it's not hitting the spot, you know. Yeah. So it's so so for them, they they've got to have this persona of oh, I'm I'm living the dream. I'm doing what everybody wants to be doing, and I'm also trying to be a real person yeah. and dealing with and the pressure of having to be. like. There's an Ed Sheeran song actually that I like. Uh, I think it's called. Um, uh, I forget. It's one of the lesser known ones, but I, I love it. The lyrics are really good. And he talks about the, 
Uh, how does it go? Just give, give me one. Uh, I'm on the nerd. Take this thing away. Another one. Uh, eraser. It's called Eraser. Okay. And and it's, you know, the lyrics are, are like, you know, it's kind of more the one of those rap rap tunes one where it's like, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know, like, I don't know the exact lyrics, but it alludes to the fact of like, he goes, you know, I, I know I should be, you know, like there's this pressure of like, you know, I should be happy because I'm living the dream. And like, there's like, there's this whole thing. And like, you know, his little eraser of, of all the stresses, you know, having, having another drink and, yeah. and just, and just that battle of like, you know, him coming up and struggling and like, like, and, and hustling for it. And, you know, how his friends should be happy for him instead of jealous. And like the, the pressures of, of, you know, um, um, I forget the lyrics of it. You'll, you'll pull it up at some point. And, and it's like, it's talks about like how you should be, you know, you, cause you're living the dream. You should be like, you know, happy and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. no, you have bad days, you know, and, and you know, you use like suicide or, or, or rehab. Those are extreme examples, but even mm-hmm. something as stupid as like Britney Spears when she shaved her head or yeah. had like a meltdown or when person people do you know things and like that are m- minute in our little temper tantrum lives that are not observed by millions around the world. You do one little stupid you know honk in traffic or like one yeah. blow up that we do come on all the time, yeah. but we're not you know there's not a phone on us at all times doing whatever normal life stuff that we're doing that gets like you know perpetual just kind of blown up out of out of proportion yeah. in some in some and way. You, and, there, and there's still a person, a it's, normal it, person, yeah. At the, at the base level, you can, but yet with yeah. way more responsibility, yeah. and and trying to trying to live what everybody says is you know living the dream. Yeah, but yeah, it's and, and there's like no margin for error because like you're the role model for all these kids. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Like uh, you know, and there's some people that strive for that status, but I think a lot of these artists they're not. They just do it because they love the art of of, of music or, or acting and all that stuff. And you you inadvertently become a role model, but it's like yeah. I didn't ask you to yeah, whether you want it or not. I didn't. I didn't ask for your ch- children to look up to me. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I know you have a certain responsibility in that, in that environment, um, you know, to kind of, you know, do, do good things. But at the same time, if you are not in that role, then just have to look the other way. You know, yeah, or, and, or, and, how, and there's no, there's no school. No one teaches you how to be a, a like a super celebrity. Yeah, like, yeah. remember when, um, when the Biebs got in trouble mm-hmm. for he, Justin Bieber was, um, he had, he got busted because he was going on a joyride in his Ferrari and he's like 17 and he's doing donuts or something in, in some holiday home that he was at in a Ferrari and everyone was kind of really upset and devastated about him and, and, you know, so disappointed. It's like, hang on a minute. It's like, he's a 17 year old kid. Yeah, we did that in our Civic, except except we weren't famous and I had a Honda Civic. He has a responsibility (laughs) to do donuts in a Ferrari. If you're 17 and you get a Ferrari, bro, that's what you do. Go do do some donuts or, you know. If you don't do it, we should be worried. That's right. What are we doing with you? It's a waste of a car. (laughs) Take my Civic. Give me your Ferrari. I'll show you how to drive it. Exactly. Exactly. It was a funny little. I think that's a reflection of the, um, the society we're in like if if you're so hung up on my actions as, as my fan or whatever not that i have fans but like if i'm like of the beebs or something uh and, and you, ha- you you know you 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 put all your whatever it is that they feel the response the the, the celebrity has responsibility for their their whatever their inspiration the, then you got to figure out you more like I, like yeah. to me there's nothing that a celebrity can do that would offend me really or that would you know i mean there might be something that somebody you've respected disappointed you for but it's not going to affect my life i'm not going to be you know, all to like, all right, well, he's, he's human. Like there's, I don't know. You got to figure shit out yourself. You, yeah. you can't, you can't be like, oh, I can't believe that, that this person did that. Now it means this, 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 this about me because I, I looked up to them. Well, no, then, then you're, you're, you're hinging your, or you're betting your, your values on the wrong. Yeah. On the wrong I thing. think that comes crashing home for anyone who's met 
mm-hmm. as someone that they've idolized, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, whether they're a lovely person and you have a great interaction or not, you yeah. still, there's always a sense of if you spend any more than five minutes with them, you always kind of go, ah, oh, they're just the same as me. Yeah. Um, they just happen to either perhaps have a really great work ethic or be very troubled but very creative or whatever it might be. But you're like, oh, oh, yeah, you're it's human. just a guy. Yeah. It's just a chick, you know. Yeah. They're doing their thing and, wow, I had so much. They were like a, they were like a, a superhuman. Yeah. But they're, and you realize they're, they're kind of not. Like, it, yeah, you don't deflect bullets. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You will die. You will like, yeah. yeah I, I think, you know, that Jim Carrey says this thing where, uh, again, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know the exact words. Jim Carrey's been amazing. He's, he's been on this man. crazy path. Yeah, like, beautiful path. Yeah, and you know, he said something about like he was. I I I, I think it was one of these you know, uh, commencement speeches or something where he kind of he goes, I wish everybody could fully realize their dreams and 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 become famous or rich or whatever that they're that they're striving for. Because then once you get there, you'll you'll realize that it's that it has real no no real bearing on 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 your happiness or, yeah. or on your self worth or on your and the essence of life. And, and it's true. It's like people with money, it's easy to say like, Oh, money. That's not, you know, it's not about money. Money doesn't matter. It's, you need to have it to be able to have that perspective. Otherwise you're constantly chasing it. You know, yeah. you need to have known love to, to, to realize the, the beauty of its loss. You know, you need to have experienced certain things in order to understand uh, how they're not necessarily as relevant or as important as, as we think they are. Otherwise you're spending your time trying to get there. And as much as somebody can tell you that, um, until you experience it yourself, you don't have that perspective. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's like, like you can get you can get the most sage advice yeah. from from like every day from the same person. But yeah. if you don't, yeah, if you're not getting if you're not getting it, like actually getting it, Understand. it doesn't matter. It just yeah. goes in one ear and out the other. Yeah, you got to feel it. Yeah, you got to experience but it. But Jim, Jim Carrey's been that's been funny because he's people have been well, people the 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 the, the trendy media. Has just been like, oh, he's crazy. Yeah. He's lost his shit, yeah. you know. And he's been in a lot of trouble for doing. It. He's really one of the only guys who's managed to kind of get away with saying the things he's been saying in in the mainstream. I guess because he's so well known. Yeah, and I think he's just at a place where he just doesn't give, give a fuck. Like man. you don't have yeah. anything to prove yeah. anymore, and I think yeah. that's a beautiful place to be, you yeah. know. And I think there's almost a joyous playfulness with it. It's like if you're just coming off a you know, mushroom trip and you, and then you're kind of like still in that, in that vibe and you're kind of like interacting with the real world and you're able to kind of just see it from a more playful, whatever. And, and yeah. to, in, in your, from your perspective, sometimes it's kind of cool, fun and playful and respectful, but it can be perceived, it could be perceived as a, um, a, offense to, to like the very straight laced conservative family with kids, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, like, mm-hmm. and there, look, I'm not saying that, you know, you should be able to run it. Like, there should be a, a level of respect, which is why places like Burning Man are amazing. Cause it's a safe environment to, to dive in. If you don't like what you see, go, go elsewhere. Yeah. Um, there should be a, obviously a, a, a certain amount of respect for, you know, society and being in, in public that you don't want to be like running around naked, like, you know, swinging your dick around in, in a family <laughs> establishment. You know, yeah. it's not that, but yeah, they don't like that. The, at yeah, it's not, not ideal. Not ideal. No. You may not get a uh, free but burning man. Burning man is accepted and yeah. encouraged. Yeah. But, but it's also like, if you're, if you're like staring at a tree, sometimes you're like, you're hiking or whatever. And you're just like staring at a plant or like stopping and like smelling the rose. And yeah. anybody, like if you're walking down sunset and like you stop and just like stare at it, you'd be like, this weird guy, what is this guy doing? Right, yeah, yeah. it's not offending anyone. It's a little strange. Like Jim Carrey, I don't think he's been been disrespectful in, in his um, freedom of of expression. Hmm. Um, he's not going around slapping people and swearing, pissing, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's just being him, and, if, and and it offends people because it's not quite what they expect from him. And it's like again, it's like you owe us the Jim. Where's the Jim Carrey we used to know? Yeah, like, you're the guy. Think, you're our entertainment. Yeah, you're not being entertaining. You're telling me a, a truth that I don't particularly want to hear. Yeah, or that's not what I want with. from you. Yeah. yeah. Like when he went to the fashion awards and was just saying, 
He was just saying yeah, how the, I wanted on that, to on the red carpet. Yeah, and yeah. and they interviewed him, and he said, "I just." They said, "Like, what do you, you know? What are you here for?" And he was like, "I just wanted to try and come to the most meaningless possible thing that I could find." <laughs> yeah. And this was this ticked all the boxes. And yeah, when you really look at it, he You're was like, like "Holy shit!" He's kind of. Yeah, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I like mean, nobody paid him to go there. It's not he's not in breach of any contract. Like yeah. he's just showing up. It's yeah. like showing up Sharing at someone's party. Opinion. And it's like if if I truly feel I'm at your dinner party and it's lame and you ask me and I tell you it's lame. Yeah. Yeah. That's my opinion. Don't ask. Yeah. You know, if you yeah. ask me and I then I feel that that's true and, and within my heart, then that's just that's where it's at. That's where know? it's at. Yeah. You don't accept that. That's fine. Yeah. I can go home. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. But um, it is what it is. But it is what it is. It's from my perspective. Yeah. You know, and they're sitting there like trying to like, you know, uh justify or, or yeah. not, you know, trying to yeah, I don't well, it's know. It's tough because he he seemed like he used to play by the rules. He of did. course, and he did, of course. And you, now you, he's not. Yeah. So it's like, hang yeah. on a minute. Because this is it. not how we do things here. Yeah. You're, you're not allowed to tell these secrets. Yeah. It's like, don't let those secrets out. We that's, don't that's, talk that's, about yeah. this, Jim. Yeah. We all know it. We yeah. all know it, but we all need to get paid. We need to sell. We need to keep this, like, you know, perpetual, this, this machine running so that's we can right. all get paid on it. Yeah, you know? man. Talking about Burning Man, you mm-hmm. have been many times, right? I have, yeah. I mean, not as many as, as I would have liked in, in a sense of I first heard about it when I moved out here in 06. How many have I done now? Uh, I think last year was 33. Wow. 34, really? 33, 34. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I thought yeah. it was like 10. Yeah. No, 10 is like even 15 was on, on the radar. 10 was like where it really started to kind of just tip. Right. Um, so, not th- even, so every year for 33 years? 33 years. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The first, I think five were at uh, in San Francisco on the beach. Right? It started uh, with, with cool. them having like- Just 20 people. Yeah, 20, 18, 20 people. Uh, and then it evolved in, into where, what it is now. And there's a long story around it. A great documentary called Spark. A Burning Man story uh, really kind of portrays a great perspective from not only the the, the history and, and, and the growth of it, but also, you know, currently I think it takes place at the 2013 berm uh, where there was like one of the last burns where there was a lot of big art or one of the years where there was, you know, a, a lot of big art. There, it still is, but it, it's, it, it dwindles down and I have a theory around that. But um, but it kind of so it follows the artists and, and, and their journey and bringing big art to the playa. And, and, and you really kind of see how this how this amazing, you know, crazy city out of the out of the dust emerges. Yeah. And, and the commitment that's involved with that. It's fascinating. Um, it, it how really many is. people are there are going? These so the last year was 70. They capped it at 70 now. They're, they're applying for more. They're applying for, for 100,000. Yeah. But it's they're applying for 100,000. Yeah. But, but there's, there's a whole thing around. Actually, this year in particular has been has been tough because last year has been a lot of people just leaving shit everywhere. Garbage. And, and disrespecting the principles because it's become a little bit more mainstream. You know, like uh, the Instagram, yeah. you know, yeah. influencers just showing up and you know jumping into these like you know flying in for like the, the cool days. Get your selfies, you know, post it and tag it and then get out. Yeah. Uh, or you know these plug and play camps. And look, I, you know, I'm I'm kind of there. I, I I don't I'm not I don't have anything against plug and plays really. Uh, I, I think there's a healthy balance between the two. I think it's a natural evolution of any city. Of course. Um, where there's 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 room for it in a certain way because a lot of these guys kind of um also fund a lot of great artists and, and, and great art cars and great things that that, that contribute to the playa as well mm-hmm. but I, I think that it's there's there just has to be a conversation about people that are that are kind of getting a bit more it's just those people getting more engaged in, in some way mm-hmm. but going back to, to what you were saying with with like the the, the timeline um of when I first heard about it versus now. And, 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 you know, it was like one of these things where you don't realize how impactful it, it, it was like, so when I first heard about it, I'm like, yeah, I'll get it. It's like ayahuasca ceremony or something. It's like, Oh yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do it. I'll get around to it. Or I'll, you know, and look, that's life, right? The, things flow as they say, um, as it does. But 
when I first heard about Burning Man, I kind of meant to go. And it's like, by the time you're like, you're going, it's next week. Oh, shit, I forgot about it. I yeah, well, that's I me. I, I've, yeah. been planned, I've planned to go three times. And then times you forget about it. Made. And then it's, it's, it's already, it comes and it's like next week and it's too late to do it. Yeah. You know? uh, especially in the early days where, you know, I didn't really have any money, but it was a lot, much cheaper, obviously. And it was just like, you can, you can drive up the gate and get a ticket there. You could just kind of drive up, get yeah, a ticket right. and go in. It was, pretty it was only in 13 that there are 12 or 13, I think, that they, they mentioned in, in, the, in the documentary where they sold out and then they they had to do like, how do we, how do we deal with that? Like, how do we deal mm. with like who gets to come and who doesn't, mm. which is when they started this lottery thing or like, you know, you, you got to register to actually be able to buy a ticket. Uh, and there's like 250,000 registrations and only 70,000 tickets. And wow. they do a pre-sale now, which they call FOMO, which is double the price. But then they also have a low income uh, thing where you can kind of apply, if, you know, you got to show your tax returns and you get tickets for, much less mm-hmm. so that the, the, you know, the, the pre-sales, which are double the price kind of offset the low income. That's, it's, so it's, it's kind of nice the way it's done. And of course, if you're going like, I'm a temple guardian, so I'm getting my ticket this year through the what temple guardian. So, you know, there's a temple at, at, at the burn, which is a sacred place. Uh, whatever that means to you, it's not a religious thing. It's, you know, there's, you, most people go there to honor past ones and you know, people who have passed and uh, some people go there to get married. Some I proposed to, you know, my ex-wife there, mm. um, um, you know, a few years ago, five, whatever it was, uh, three, four years ago. Uh, and, you know, we're going through divorce and, and I actually want to send her a beautiful handwritten invitation to invite her to back to the temple. She's at the burn this year, uh, which I think she will be. Um, to like have a closing ceremony for our marriage, you know, where it started kind of thing, you know, that's, and, see, and, that's nice. Yeah. That's well, real nice. I don't think many people do no, a closing ceremony. I, I, I guess marriage. not, you know, it's maybe getting a little bit more, you know, in our little hip, like the whatever Chris Martin, you know, Gwyneth uncouple conscious uncoupling thing, you know, as cheesy as it sounds, but I think we're getting to that point or we are progressing towards that environment where we're still able to kind of respect. I love, you know, I love her. Like we, yeah. we we've shared life. Like I would never just like, yeah, like divorce. it's yeah. just, it was just a kind of a, a, a divergence in, and, and where we're going in life. And she calls me now in the middle of this podcast. We have a thing where if like, she calls me, like, you know, actually, she's actually texted me. I have a text from her. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, hope you had a beautiful hike. Happy you're here. You're, you're, whatever. Um, but if, if it's like, if there's something she needed and she texts me like three times or called me three times, I know it's important. I'll drop anything and just go. Right. Yeah. We're there for each other in that yeah. way. Um, and so why wouldn't we have a beautiful like closure? And I want I want us to each bring something from the marriage that's, that's meaningful and we'll put in the temple and, and it burns at the end, right? Mm. It's, it's a cathartic experience where you bring something from, from, from a loved one who passed or whatever and, and you honor them there. So it becomes like a temple basically. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't mean a temple has to be all sadness, even though it's predominantly that environment where people are pictures of loved ones and they write stories. And you know, we've had some burners that have passed since the last burn, two, two burns ago that we honored this past burn. Um, and and had this beautiful you know beautiful ceremony there for 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 that. But you yeah. see people getting married there that are joyous, and some people have like this like oh well you know you're interrupting my 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 grieving thing here. Well, that's you're going through grieving, we're going through celebration. Find find the balance. And yeah, so yeah. as temple guardians, we're there to kind of we most people don't know we exist, which is part of the point. Like you you shouldn't really know we're there. Kind of kind like, of like it's almost those... like angels in ceremonies, right? Yeah, right? We're there if needed, but if you don't need us, you don't know we, we exist. I was going to say there's the security on the plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always one one <laughs> U.S. marshal or whatever. Yeah, plane. exactly. Yeah, yeah we're, you. We're, we're those guys. Yeah, you're, you're the hippie uh, U.S. marshal. the hippie U.S. Yeah, marshal <laughs> at the burn. <laughs> Floating yeah. around trying Float, to blend man, in, but just, really, you got yeah, an eye on everyone. Exactly. <laughs> Although we are known, like we wear a badge in case right. you need something. Like, so if you need a staple to staple a picture of a staple gun, you know, put a picture of if you're- You carry staples. Okay, yeah, we have a staple gun or we have, yep. if you're lighting incense, which you shouldn't do because the place is, you know, built to burn- um, we try to kindly ask you to extinguish it. Or if you really feel like someone is, 
really needs to kind of go through that, then we'll sit with them and just kind of keep an eye on 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 that and allow them to burn the sage or or not sage, but like you know the incense or something that's that's reasonable. Somebody might be crying and needs a tissue. Somebody might be going through. So people are going through. Like there's one girl mm-hmm. that climbed that wanted to jump off the thing. She started to climb up the thing, and we had to you know get her down. Wow. So, um, so it's 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 that like you're you know you try to really not interact or or, or interrupt. Um, but you do just facilitate, really. facilitate. Yeah. yeah. And, and less than that. Like yeah. you're almost like, you're just there in, in, in the, whatever it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a beautiful and for me, you know, being in, in the ayahuasca ceremonies, you know, participating and, 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 and angeling and, and, and helping out in, in that space. It, it's a, it was a beautiful, um, synergistic, uh, environment. And so uh, I didn't realize that they like, cause I did a bunch of shifts last year and just to experience the burn in different ways. Cause if you just keep going and doing the same thing, it's like, what's the point? And what are you, what are you yeah. going for? For me, it's um, it's it's a going in there, and the first year is like, whoa, you're just taking it all in, and you're like, wow, cool, great. Then it's like, you know, all right, now experiencing it, experience it differently, give back, do something. You know, yeah. there's some people that go and do that stuff first year. I, that's amazing. Um, you know, and then we were greeters one year, and like, you know, so it's different. You can you can go and you can work at the the coffee shop, the ice guys, and mm. everybody lamp lighters, like everyone at in the city are you know they're, they're not employees they're all volunteers the city mm-hmm. runs on volunteers so you know kind of going back to like the instagram whatever plug and play sometimes some of these people that they, they just go and they you know they'll pay the thing and they they feel entitled to like just kind of come in do their thing and, and fly out because they're yeah. paying you know twenty thousand dollar camp dues um somebody's got to put on the somebody's got to work the, the 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 city jobs it's almost like yeah. you know in, in any in any normal city somebody's got to pick up the trash and drag that out and water the grass and do, do all that stuff. So, so I did a bunch of shifts last year. I didn't realize, and they got an email saying, Hey, you know, thanks for your contribution last year. You've done, done a bunch of shifts. So if you need a ticket, we're willing to allocate one for you. You know, so you can do that. A lot of build projects will allocate a certain amount of tickets for people to come and build. Um, you know, you have the lamp lighters that'll do that. And so there's, there's, there are a lot of tickets of the 70,000. There's a bunch of tickets that are allocated for people that are working the infrastructure of the city, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, and if, if not, then you're, you're into this lottery thing, you know? So for people are like, Oh, you know, I can't afford to go. And I, how am I going to get a ticket? Well, if you're really committed to going and you really want to experience the burn and you are not sure you'll get a ticket and you can't afford the pre-sale or whatever, go that route, go the route of jumping onto an art project, build, you know, join a, a, a you know, greet, like, you know, the greeters or lamplighters or some, some, something, some form of, you know, um, job down there. And if you do enough shifts, you'll, you'll you'll get allocated ticket you you yeah actually i think i still have to pay for it actually i haven't i got the email yesterday and i'm like how does it work my first time like how does it work do i need my credit card he goes well we'll send you all the info so i think i still pay for it which is fine i just want to you know get the ticket uh and i, and I think if you do enough like i think the, the builders will get free tickets because katie was part of the build team she project managed you know singularity with uh, rebecca waits um and she got a free ticket but that's different because you're like bringing art you know all that stuff to the playa so yeah. i think there's a variance in, in in how you can kind of get to it um, but it's definitely a, an amazing approach to it if you're really yeah. committed to well, going. Well, I think if you're going and you have like a, a specific purpose mm-hmm. to be there, um, that's a beautiful way to, to really anchor you in that place yeah. rather than, I mean, I, obviously after you've done it a few times, there's, I was going to ask, there's something, there's clearly something about the culture that has really captivated you. Yeah. Um, and since I've, I've never been before, I don't, I don't, I mean, I know what it looks like from the outside mm-hmm. and it's very intriguing and I do want to go, but I just... I haven't done it, but what, so what was it that, that found, that made you go like, I, I got to go and check this out and, you know. 
Um, okay, so so you know, like I said, 15 years ago when I heard about it, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, just never, I never made the effort to get there. Finally, I was you know with Katie and I was with my buddy Bryant, and we were we were at the hockey game watching something, whatever. And we were talking about Burning Man. He's been a bunch, and he's like, oh well, Burning Man. I'm like, oh, I was I was wanted to go. He's like, dude, we should come. I'm like, you know what? I was like, Katie, I'm like, should we just the fuck it? Let's should we do it? It was a year I I did okay. You know, some money was a little bit more um, available, and I'm like, fuck it, let's just you know. And yeah. Brian was—he was a good friend of mine. I've known him for for um. Look, there's a cool little spider behind you. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, dude. What's up, buddy? He's coming to listen to us. Yeah, he's chilling. He's just uh, yeah. Um, and so he—he's uh, a good friend of mine. I've known him for 10, 12 years, ever since I moved out here. But he's one of those guys where, like, you know, we don't hang out all the time, or like, hey, we might catch a game together. There's certain interests that we, that that we kind of like, you know, bump bump against each other with, like, oh, hey, you were in a hockey game or some cars, like, you know, whatever. Um, and so, like, to me, it was like a perfect, um, it was a perfect mix of somebody that I knew well and felt comfortable with, but wasn't super close. That I feel would like impede, you know, like it's almost like being roommates with your best friend. It's it's hard because it's yeah. like you're uh, you're in each other's space and you you kind of want that distance. Whereas if you're roommate with somebody you know well, but you don't always hang out. If you're going somewhere, you don't necessarily feel like you have to invite them, or sure. you don't, you know, it's like you, there's a there's a distance between the two. Uh, and so he was he was one of those guys that just felt like he was you know he knew this camp and he kind of like hey we, you know I'll, I'll show you the ropes and we'll, we'll take care of you know, I said well I don't have a ticket because I'll find tickets for you because you know here's here's the budget here's where we would go here's whatever it was I'm like all right cool you show me and he was like my Burning Man Sherpa right yeah um around my nice budget. to have a guy yeah, yeah and it was like it was perfect it was enough to feel um connected and and safe and have that sense of like you know um guidance but uh, d- d- far away enough that we can have our own experience without feeling like you had to hold my hand through it. Cool. cool. Um, but you had a, a point of contact. Point of contact. You yeah. know, well, just, so how many people were there that first year you went? It was 14. So it, it was 70 at the time. Wow. Yeah, they, they capped out and at 70. it's 76. the middle of the desert. It's, it's the middle just, of nowhere. It's, it's on a dry lake bed. Yeah. It's in, uh, in uh, Black Rock City. So it's the kind of place where if there weren't, you know, 69,999 other people there, yeah. you'd be like, I'm going to die here. Oh yeah, it's one of the harshest conditions they say, right? It's like you know, it's extreme heat in the daytime. Yeah, this is me now. Freezing cold. Yeah. yeah, this is. And then this is it. if you get dusted out, like if you're out deep playa and you like, you know, it's at night, you don't have, you're not prepared, you don't have like a headlamp, yeah. and you're trying to bike back and you get stuck in a dust storm. Yeah, you're what, what? What do you do? Yeah, I mean, you, you should just, be prepared. You just go fetal and hope just, for the yeah, best. Yeah, basically, depending on how bad it is, you should have goggles. You put your goggles on. You should have some form of bearing. Um, but how are you going to take Instagram selfies if you're this? Yeah, dust that's on? it. That's why. That's why you need to go on the good days. <laughs> yeah. You go into your like $20,000 trailers and you wait it out. You wait it Yeah, yeah don't go. $200,000. I feel like trailers, that's kind of part of the, part part of the it's thing. Part of the though, yeah, right? like we got, we, Katie and I, like, last year we were on our, you know, we had a little date night on uh, one of these nights and we were like stuck in a, in a dust storm. We mm. found like, like this really cool art piece and which is why when you're, when you're building art for the playa, you know, you want something to be, to be visually stimulating. You want something to be interactive. You want it to be cool and fun, mm. lit up and all. But there's also an element of like shelter. Like, so these ideas I have for Burning Man pieces, there's always an element of shelter of like, oh, in the daytime, if it's super hot and you're like, you know, your mushrooms start kicking in and you need somewhere to kind of bunker down in the shade. Yeah. Or like you want to pull over and roll a little smoke and have a little moment with someone. Yeah. Where would you go? How, you know, how yeah. would that Well, like? there's nothing out there. There's, so. there's nothing out there. So yeah. you want this, you want, in my opinion, like a, a nice art, a Burning Man, a, a, an art piece that, that for me hits a lot of these things have yeah, that yeah. element to it of like, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's an element to it where it provides shelter in the daytime against the heat and the sun or the nighttime against some kind of blowout, you know, whiteout uh, dust mm. storm. 
Um, and so you, you can find one of those things. And there's, we've had some of the best moments in the middle of a dust storm that kind of brings you in. It's like, wow. oh, let's go wait out this dust storm. And you kind of like bunker down and you sit around, you can start talking about things. And, you know, it, it kind of forces you to kind of get more intimate and get, you know, internal because Burning Man is so external. There's so much stimulus that when everything gets white out, you don't see anything else. Now you're just stuck with the person that you see in front of you because that's all you can do is see three feet in front of you. Yeah. Um, and it could be tricky if you're actually trying to get somewhere. But again, you should have. I always have. Like, I feel like I'm going on a moon, uh, you know, uh, exhibition when I'm when I'm when I'm preparing for my my deep playa stuff. I have a thing. I got my goggles. I got yeah. my, my camel back. pack. Camel pack. Yeah. I got water. I got my my you know my my medicine. Are you allowed walkie talkies? You can. They don't really work out there. And I, I don't. I don't. Oh right. Yeah. I, I want an element of like I may not come back. I like yeah. that, <laughs> that adventure. You know. Um, yeah. For for me, it's part of it. You know. Yeah. Um, and and so You're you a just come bastard, aren't you? Man? It, no, but it's like you just come really <laughs> super prepared because in my head, I'm like yeah. the worst that can happen. Yeah. I'm like, if that's the way I go out, cool. Uh, yeah, that's, it's a great. It's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I'll tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. My buddy Steph. Yeah. It's like so Steph was out yeah. and he was like deep playing. Yeah. I'm endlessly envious. Even of the way you die, I'm going to be envious. I'm going to die. Cool. Remember that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, right. But there's there's an element of like the more you prepare, the more you can actually enjoy it. You yeah, know? because sure. there's no other there's no circumstance that 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 can arise that you you're not prepared for. And and in a way, you're almost kind of hoping for that because you're just like you're so prepped for it that you are like, oh, when that happens, oh, I get to pull out my little yeah. cool survival pack of this and yeah. whatever that is. Oh, dude, I need to go because I feel oh, like there's a part love. of me that's like a like the eternal Boy Scout. I've got this yeah. even with my little podcast setup. I've I spent ages trying to get the right bag and I yeah. get all the little compartments uh, and yeah. all these little things. So everything I'd be like mic stands. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah puff the mic stands. All right, there's right. your sound check, laugh check, boom, yes. <laughs> check. Yeah, check. yeah, exactly. We're good. We're good we're to good. go. Now and it worked. All right. it worked. And done. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. you would love it. You would love it. because The, the camo shorts so you can have all your utilities in your pockets. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah. And when you start finding clothes for um, for the burn, like you, you like I have this one jacket that my uh, good buddy of mine, um, Jesse, gave me. It was this jacket that he bought for himself. And I was selling his house and, you know, I was there, whatever. And the package came and he tried the jacket on. And he's like, oh, it doesn't work. And it's this famous line that was big in the 70s. It's like this, whatever. It's a really cool jacket. Uh, and I'm like, oh, let me try it on. And he's like, I put it on. And it's like, it fit me perfectly. And he's mm. like, ah, oh, fuck. And I'm like, I'm like, if you know, if it doesn't fit, you want I'll buy it off. He's like, no, I can't let it go. Now he just like he's like this 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 cult around these these leather jackets. Um, long story, but the 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 point I'm trying to make is that it had like this little zipper in the collar that when you flip up, you have this this little zipper thing that you would never really see, which is a perfect place to put things that you might want to bring deep. <laughs> yeah, items, items, <laughs> yeah, um, essentials, so like, essentials, exactly. <laughs> you know, say? yeah. Um, so, so like you, so you like, oh, that's cool. You get this little hoodie with a little secret pocket. Like, so you start to see things yeah. differently. Um, there's a whole, invi- there's a whole society around, like whatever you can, you can yeah. choose to dive in as deep as you want, but uh, you just, you just, everything becomes cool. Like when you were a kid and you had like your, your BMX and you got this little thing where you get to hide mm. the thing and you put the, like, you, you kind of, you kind of go in the microcosms of things of like, oh, you know, cause we're always so used to like being, a, you start to well, kind of like. I guess nothing else exists out there, right? No. I guess that's probably the 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 allure of it that that society is as you know it is pretty much gone so you kind of can become incredibly present and you're dealing with your day-to-day and you know it's not it's not running the way it normally runs on top of the fact that you're in the middle of the fucking desert and there could be a dust storm so it's almost like that survival element as well as the removal of the culture the way we know it yeah. you know no one's no one's got their nine to five job or anything yeah. like that and, and, and the fact that everyone's kind of looking out for each other like yeah. you know the, the, one of the rules is radical self-reliance but the other one is radical inclusion and, and, and the idea is to not like you know of course if there's something that needs if there's someone that needs something we'll provide it but you also don't want to 
you know, condone the behavior of people that just show up and like, you know, with unprepared, oh, the playa will provide. No, you fucking dumbass. I'm providing because you're, uh, you're, you're, you're unprepared. Like, yes, the playa. The playa, there's nothing coming the out universe, of the universe. Yeah, the universe, like, provide. No, you yeah. fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, so a nice guy who yeah. sees you lying face now down. You've depleted dirt. some of my limited resources because yeah, everything yeah. is limited out there. Yeah. Um, because you're just like, you know, you think in the magic of manifesting universal shit because you're just like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, do your shit. Do, everyone, yeah, if yeah. everyone shows up prepared and, 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 and open and, 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 and all that stuff, then, then it works. Like I was yeah. my second or third year, uh, I was biking around and I, I busted my, my, my pedal on the bike a second day. And I was like, Oh, I was so annoyed. It was this really cool bike. I, I spent time like building it or, you know, putting together. And so this guy pulled and then, then I kind of fixed a thing and then I kind of did it again. I was, I was, I was biking and then the, the pedal actually snapped in half the actual metal pedal. Was that that like chopper bike? Yeah, yeah, that, man. Yeah, not the was... big black one that you saw. That was like a, a couple of years after, like my first cool chopper. Okay, it lasted yeah, yeah. like literally two days, broke, and, <laughs> and, then, and then luckily Bryant, you know, had a spare bike. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like burn and learn, hovering right? around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, now I always have a spare bike. Yeah, know, burn and learn. And so, anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm some guy pulls over, and this was like day two. I'm like, fuck. And he's like, yo, man, you need help? I'm like, no, nah, dude, I'm good. He goes, no, nah. I'm like, dude, uh, uh, you know, was, I was annoyed and frustrated. Now I didn't want to like shoo him, shoo his his help or his, you know, fun attitude of trying to help away. But in my head, I'm like, I need to weld this thing. It's not like, mm. a, oh, my chain is off. Can you? I'm like, no, no. no. It's like, I said, the pedal's broken. I, I need, literally need like a welding machine. He's like, oh, dude, I, I got one. Literally the first person who passed by 15 seconds after I flipped my bike over when it broke. Wow. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I'm yeah, I got like, a tick belt in my backpack. No literally. Worries. like, and, he, and I'm like, well, uh, okay, when, you know, when, when should I bring it? Was he RoboCop? Fucking some, you know, <laughs> super cool burner dude. Like, you know, not in a plug. Like he was living out the back of his, of his like little trailer thing. Yeah, and he brought he's his got everything he's got everything he's yeah the, the true essence of what you would think a burner is yeah yeah and he goes oh let's go right now i'm like really weren't you going like he's not going anywhere he's that's yeah. that's what that is his work? Burn. Yeah, yeah that's his that that was that became his journey for the yeah, day at wow. that time so we like so the friends we were with i'm like go I'll, I'll meet up with you of course katie came and we went there and he fucking welded it on and like dude it was so cool it lasted yeah. for another three days and then then it broke and then I had the <laughs> spare bike but yeah but what a like that's that was like that was the playa that's that is the the playa providing yeah when i did my best effort to bring everything i had and it didn't work out and this guy who brought everything that he had lined up with my needs his his provision lined up with my needs that, yeah. that's playa magic that's the playa providing and the fact that it, that it was almost instant oh my god I, a- honestly like it's funny because driving to the burn that year, I was stuck in traffic. It was frustrating, you know, whatever. I have some, some, some traffic road rage issues, I guess. But um, Katie was like getting a little tired with my, um, with my frustration. And she's like, oh, whatever. She goes, look, dude, you know, she, I, I could say like, she has a, she has a high, a high tolerance for, for that. And she was very patient. At one point she's like, dude, cause we're stuck in a line for 15 hours uh, or I think nine hours that year. But she was like, kind of just call me out on like this, like I'm just complaining and whining. Like, what can you do about it? So finally, I'm like, you know what? You're right. I'm, I'm going to promise to not complain for the rest of the burn. Like, it was a tall order. It doesn't mean I'm not going to be pissed off. I'm just not going to bitch and complain. Mm. And so I'm like, we'll see how that works out. Right. And then literally from that point on, all the shit at the burn that was, that was happening to me. And I was like biting my tongue and just like, boom, boom, that happened. Boom, that happened. Boom, that happened. Mm. And so it just kind of confirmed like the magic of the plier once you're in, in that right frame of mind of not bitching and just kind of flowing and, and, um, and, and going down that route. Yeah, the magic of the plier, man. It, it's that kind of symbiotic relationship mm. that you get if you go into it with the right intention. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. So it, it's basically, you know, we talked about like the plier providing basically and, mm. and, and people that come unprepared expecting people to... Um, you know, fill their shortcomings. Yeah. It's not about that. 
you know and it's like i've had you know people like burners that have been a bunch of times oh do you have any batteries man or uh, like day two like what do you mean did did you lose your pack of batteries or did you Mm. oh no i didn't check like you didn't check your head like that's fine, but it's like, come on. Like, yeah, yeah. Come on. You know, like, well, make so, the so slightest it, baseline effort. So what was it when it when it began? Like, what was the initial – do you know what, what the initial idea was when, when Burning Man started? Like, yeah, there's like, – you know, uh, there's a – and they talk about it a little bit in the film. There's different, there's different kind of folklore around it, but um, – there's, you know, there's one. They basically went down and 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 burnt this effigy on the uh, beach. A bunch of friends, you know, had Larry, um, uh, Larry Harvey and, and and some of those, you know, founding founding fathers, if you will, and mothers. There's women as well. Uh, but they would just kind of go there and 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 you know, dance around one night and just kind of party and then burn this 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 guy on the beach. And yeah. Then, and second year, it was it was basically a not one, one of their friends. It was a it was yeah, a, a, wood a, a, a wood stick man, man. And, 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 and a human sacrifice human on the beach. Yeah. on the beach, and that, that so, was illegal. So, so they like the to... first people that yeah, the first eight people that were burned to death on that yeah yeah. Um, and, and then it just became it kind of expanded, and you know they knew some people that were in theater, and they kind of came and dressed up and brought mm. that element to it, and then so it kind of just organically uh, grew, and it got to the point where it became too big for the beach, yeah. right? Because the first year is twenty, and twenty people tell two people, and the next year you know you're at sixty, and then. You know, they tell the council gets they, involved yeah. and you, you got to get but, off the beach. But even the, yeah, exactly. And so they're like, let's just go in the middle of nowhere. And so in the early years, it was like Mad Max style where you can drive like as fast as you want. They were shooting bazooka, like doing whatever oh, you wow. wanted. Well, yeah, I, get, I bet nobody knew they were out there. Nobody knew they were out there. It's in the middle of nowhere, right? And, and so then, and that got a little bit bigger and then, you know, bigger. And there's actually a great uh, census at the burn where you can see year one. I took a picture of it. I could probably pull it up, but. Um, you see like year one, you know, 28 people or whatever, yeah. year two, 45, and year three, blah, blah. then it got to the point where it was like 300, then 800. And, and so that's when they moved to the desert. And then it was, and it, it, it kind of held up that way for almost 10 years, I think, mm. until at one point somebody got all messed up and drove over uh, people in a tent and killed them. And then there was like, all right, well, now we need to kind of start, you know, regulating this regulating thing because that's like there's no leaders nobody put it on we're all just like hey we all show up at the beach and let's say you and i when we used to do the beach volleyball thing yeah we go and show up like i'm not gonna like manage you and tell you what you can bring or not to the beach just yeah. don't be a dick and whatever like you know i'm perhaps the one that kind of said hey let's go to the beach but yeah i'm not putting it i'm not responsible for what you do it's public place right when there's a tournament of 300 people and i start punching on with someone because yeah. because they beat me yeah and they're, they're like just, who who invited this guy yeah, he got- did oh shit all right so <laughs> maybe gotta, i need you, to instill some form of yeah yeah, right. So um, it, can't, it, it seems like it almost got, it almost it oh, grew right. yeah. beyond, Be, beyond the their control. And there's it actually, and that's why Spark is a great documentary about it because they actually show the time where like it got very chaotic and, and, and a little um, anarchy was just kind of flying loose. And, and people were mm-hmm. like, there was one thing where like they, 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 they were supposed to light up this, this effigy or something and blow it up and then zip line down and they could almost, mm-hmm. the guy almost it, got, it got crazy. And there's wow. still, still people that die, you know, every year. I think like my first year, there's somebody had, had died. Um, um, but all that stuff is, is if you want the, the, the real figures and, and the real journey or the real story around it, it isn't, is in the documentary. Um, but I think the spirit around it was, was birthed from that environment where everybody kind of came together and supported each other and allowed a safe space to kind of let loose and kind of just right. dive into whatever experience they want to have. Right. You can go to the burn sober and have an amazing experience. You can go yep. to the burn from any angle of life. It's like a city. Yeah. Every city has, you know. Um, you know, Beverly Hills and the slum, like not that, you know, there, there, there's that, but that's kind of what's happening now with the plug and play camps and people that are, that are camping in tents. I was just, you know, talking with Olga about that earlier today, um, that you can do the burn in very different ways. Yeah. And, um, you know, wh- whatever way you, you choose to do it, you should kind of 
pull something from it, you know, and if it didn't quite work, again, burn and learn, right? Yeah. Just then just change it, change what didn't work from one year to the next. Well, that's that, if, in in my opinion, is something very intriguing about the about Burning Man because, you, you know, you're saying how, you know, you can go sober and that seems to be something that's done probably less than yeah. most people would be. There's a surprising figure amount of, uh, there's a surprising figure around the amount of people that are that are sober at the burn. I remember hearing it or seeing it or reading it but because you know, for whoever's not lying on the on the census, but I always fill mine out truthfully. But there's a surprising amount of people that are actually like, sober, like there. more or less, more than you would think, right? Yeah. But but regardless, that that that's the beautiful thing about it. I think is there's a there's a and we can we can go into and you you know mentioned psychedelics before a few times and and we can go into that from here. I think that the fact that that there's a there's a if there's a culture that's created that is that is not policed, people are gonna. Take drugs. Yeah, people are going to take psychedelics. People are going to do it because it's it's like it's this inherent thing that we need to let go and explore our mind. Yeah, and I, and I think you know on the note of, of psychedelics, I think the thing that you would or most people that have this perception of Burning Man would be surprised to see or hear or feel or experience if they go there um, is how mesmerizing it is to see a bunch of like seventy thousand people. Let's say even if half are on something, but it's probably more than that. But to see that amount of people come together in, in in one environment, and and to see like nothing on the floor, like you know, you, you find moop, and again, it's kind of going to like get, getting a little bit worse every year. But uh, but but generally speaking, like it's you go to a concert of like twenty thousand people, of people are drinking wow. with these what do you call them? Those red cup, like it's just trash everywhere. There, like you said, no one's policing it. Nobody's wor- like, and it's 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 surprisingly like just clean and respectful i remember the first year i went there like you know you bump into someone or whatever it's oh sorry dude i know man no no worries man Mm. it's like this loving harmonious environment of people kind of on these quote-unquote hard drugs doing but is the most harmonious respectful beautiful synergistic environment you would never see that at a bar of illegal drugs right alcohol and you're like boom what the fuck man fuck you and then boom big bar fights and everybody starts beating each other up yeah here it's like it's shocking. And I think that's the thing that, that, that I think for me, you know, uh, Brian called us a uh, veteran, uh, what is it? He called us uh, veteran, veteran virgins, you know, people that kind of just really take to it right away. Like I, right. there was, I just, everything just about it just resonated with me from day one. Like mm. it was never like, Oh, it's cold. It's hot. No, I just loved everything about it. All the trials and tribulations of, of the process. But, um, and, and part of that was this is like finding an environment where you can have that experience, which is so rare to me. Yeah. Uh, where else could you go where you're Especially like sharing it with, with other people who are, who are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and just relating to them in that way, a stranger that you kind of like don't know, but the, the common ground or the common factor are these 10 principles, right. Or, 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 or is this like mutual respect for the space and, and each other in that space, you know? And so you yeah. could be sober or you can be like, there's rarely see somebody who's like uncontrollably on something. And if, they are, you come and check in. Hey, are you good? You, you help out or blah, blah. And you might call, you know, there's, you know, there's a whole, you know, doc, there's doctors, there's a whole medical center. There's, there's, yeah. there's all that stuff. There's rangers, you know, there's an infrastructure that, that's, that's beautiful around it. That's, it's very supportive. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's mind blowing. I think, you know, that's one of the things that, that's shot, that's, that's surprising that, that kind of, you know, you kind of realize you don't know, you don't can't quite put your finger on what's different when you step back and realize like, holy shit, there's 70 people. 70,000 people running around, you know, completely off their knockers, if you will. In an uninhabited place. In an place. uninhabited place with no, you know, real um, supervision. Like Nobody's you said. in charge. Nobody's in charge. And it's all working. Like, yeah. holy fuck. How did this that's, happen? See, that's, that's, there's something, there's something very interesting about that. 
about how that can work and has worked consistently. Yeah, you mentioned people die there, but people die everywhere. Yeah, if there's exactly. 70,000 people somewhere, yeah. grand chances are that someone's going to die that day. Yeah, I'm surprised it's that's, not higher because it's like that's an environment where I put like, um, you know, I push my lips in, in most places, but like you might climb and do like you look at some of these things where in the States everything is, you can get sued for everything or everything. Yes. And, and like here it's like, it's a free for all. You can climb that. Just don't be, don't be needed. Don't climb it yeah. if you don't think you can or if you're super drunk. Like, I don't know, like for me, good luck, good luck, yeah. you know, and it tends to kind of work out for the yeah. most part. Again, for me, I think like when I do mushrooms, I feel super in tune with my body and I feel more of who I really am when I'm really, uh, when, when I'm in that state that I feel safer on mm. mushrooms uh, because I feel like we were talking about that earlier. Your awareness is high. You're, yeah. You're high. You're, everything you see, you feel like you're, 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 you're in your body. And so like, I'd, I'd rather climb a mountain or, or, or an, an, an art piece or anything uh, on mushrooms, I feel yeah. safer because I feel more of of who I like. I just feel tuned, more tuned into my body. I feel more the, the, the highest version of myself. Whether it's you know on mushrooms or ayahuasca, ayahuasca is different because you're kind of more in a controlled environment. But but the, but the feeling of 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 tuning into your body, to your awareness, to your limits, to your connection, to your trust, to your flow, your whatever that is, uh, to me is heightened. In yeah, those your overall awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and did I think, you you know about that guy who I, I think it was it was Years, years back before psychedelics were made illegal, he was doing those tests on visual acuity with mushrooms. Mm. And he was doing, so he, he, was, he had this test where he would give people, the, um, the subjects, some magic mushrooms. And he set up these two, it was like two parallel bars basically, and they would study them. And he had a, a, like a crank that they couldn't see that he would wind and they would slowly, ever so slowly go out of parallel hmm. and they had to tell him when, it when was. they when they noticed that it had happened. Wow. And without fail, the people who were on the psychedelics, on, on the, the, the amount of mushrooms, knew earlier than when they weren't. Wow, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. And, that, and I don't know what the dose was. I think it was relatively low, hmm. um, but that was proving that there is – there is like a, an advanced visual acuity. There is, yeah. You're more tuned in. Yeah. It's like, you know, they used to use the primitive uh, manual. I think it's mentioned in Terrence McKenna's book, uh, Food of the Gods, yeah. I think. Uh, I forget where I read this. Yeah, that's where I got this anecdote yeah. from, from yeah. Terrence. Okay, yeah. so it's probably in that book where they talk about the, um, you know, how they would they would eat mushrooms to go, hi- to go hunting mm. because it would really tune you in yeah, to man. like every little sound you hear, the hum from the bees and, 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 and like you, you, you just, everything you're just tuned into, you're yeah. hyper aware of everything. So I, I, what better state to hunt, you know? Absolutely. In? It was like, um, I was thinking of that story that time we've, we've tripped before mm-hmm. and it's been magical. And there was that time when I was lying in the grass yeah. and I was, you know, in the, in the thick of it and I'm looking at the grass looking through the grass and, and the grass that was right in front of my face was perfectly in focus. Yeah. And the grass that was really far away was perfectly in focus. It was yeah. like, I all of a sudden had perfect vision. 20, 20, 50, whatever the, the yeah. different depths. And, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. completely yeah. contemplating my we were, entire existence as yeah. well. So maybe hunting <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't have been the best thing, maybe a yeah. little bit lower, but, yeah. but you learn the dose. Yeah. You learn the dose. dose. Yeah. You, you figure dose. it out. <laughs> you learned a hunting dose Luckily, and the trippy dose. There's no tigers around. Yeah. So I'm good. Yeah. We were actually with my friend Oga. We, we did, a little um, hike earlier today. We were saying that exact same thing. We were under the, the grandmother tree where I think we did our, our journey yeah. uh, that time. And we were looking at the peripheral like close and far in the distance. And we were saying like, 
like you you can almost see or we were looking at like little geckos and like oh my god you see that thing over there oh yeah like you can see the clarity like there's you just you're you're almost like psych psychologically brought there i guess but but more like you know you see it like there's there's you're you're closing the gap between that that illusion the illusion of i don't know it's 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 weird and and it sucks that we don't know because we can't you, you and i can share stories about what our experience has been but we're not allowed to do this. Like we're not allowed to get the actual information because it's illegal. Yeah, and, and not- then and then people are saying, "Well, we don't know. We know we can't legalize it because we don't know enough about it." Um, but but yeah, yet we can, you know- we can give we can give people all kinds of pharmaceuticals from an incredibly young age for their whole life. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and the side effects include potential suicide or homicide. Yeah, don't worry about that. But no, you're not allowed to eat a bit of fungus. Yeah, because we have no, we have no research on it. But we won't legal. We won't allow you to research it because it's illegal. Because it's illegal. But we can't legalize it because we have no research. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, it's like it's like when you're a kid. Loop. It's like when you're a kid and you're trying to get that your first job. Well, you need experience to get a job. It's like, yes. well, I need a fucking job to get experience. <laughs> yeah, fuck. that's right. You know, that's right. It, it works beautifully though. It's yeah. been it's been effective for however many years. But was it what uh, was it Oakland in California mm-hmm. that's just decriminalized? Yeah, um, entheogenic. Plants I as well, yeah. It's the second state, right? Um, yeah, um, there was Denver, Denver, and, and now um, Oakland. And uh, well, Oakland is a, s- a county city, right? Um, in the state of um, it's California, right? No, it's uh, Nevada, California, Oakland. But how, do, how, California. how do you, how do you, yeah, it is actually. It's right I don't know how the they managed line. to do it in a well, regardless, great. I thought it was, I thought it was in Oregon, I thought it was in Portland, in, oh, in it's Oregon, probably no. It sounds like an Oregon o- thing. Oakland is California. Okay, then it wasn't in Oakland. It was in Portland, Oregon. It was oh. Oregon that, 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 oh, okay. that, that legalized, I think. Yeah, it sounds like an Oregon yeah. thing. You can cut out the, 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 yeah, the yeah, dumb yeah, part. Yeah, we, yeah. We that is the best part, right? Yeah, we're still showing that we're Showing that we're human. Yeah. Um, it's because all the mushrooms have fried our brains. That's what it is. <laughs> but don't try this at home, kids. Damn druggies. Damn druggies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, I think it's Oregon that, that, that um, recently legalized it. Um, as well, well as, it's, uh, I'm Colorado. very intrigued to, to find out what happens with the, you know, the decriminalization and then eventual I, legalization. And- I, I think there'll be a learning curve. I think there'll, be, there'll be, you know, what's, what's going to be frustrating, I think, and what we'll see is there'll be a, a, um, a part where some shit comes up or some like bad things come from it. And then people will be like, see, we told you legalizing it is bad because now it's available for everyone. And whoever like, you know, they'll just go out and do shit. And like, you know, I, I, I believe that, you know, I believe the failed attempt of, of, of this movement back in the 60s was, was based on a lack of, of, of um, leadership and a lack of, you know, people that would guide you like the shamans and the, you know, I, I do believe it still should be administered and, and, and experienced at least for the first, you know, ra- like, like you said, learning oh, your dose. Like it I shouldn't be agree more, administered and, 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 yeah. and experienced in, in a sacred contained safe environment. Well, that's where the problems are. And, and the, the irony is, is that the fact that it's been illegal is the thing that has caused people to have such bad experiences with it mm-hmm. because you you aren't it's so important to get it right yeah and if you don't get your experience right with who you're with how much you have where you are and how yeah. you feel about yourself then you're fucked yeah honestly well, like there's no better way to put it if you're doing it at a party you're taking psychedelics it, at a party around strangers and alcohol at your, for your first time and that's, I mean, and that's what you're trying to judge about it good luck you it's like, it's like losing mind. your virginity like you're drunk in the back of you know in, in the bathroom at some like party when you're a teenager yeah you can't that's say, not a like, good experience it's not a good experience versus like doing it at home that you can have those those kind of wild nights after when you've understood 
the love making process and what that is. And then yeah. you can like, you know, in years down the road, you have this crazy one night stand wild thing, banging out somebody in the you know, back of a public, whatever. Fine. <laughs> Dumpster. But, you know? but, but, but don't, but don't, don't have that as your first experience and then, yeah. and then try and like project or, or portray that lovemaking as that, yeah. you know? And I think yeah. that the, the flip side is like, it's what's good about like legalizing, you know, marijuana and, and, and eventually mushrooms for us is, It'll be a little more controlled. You'll, you'll have quality control. You'll have options. You'll have all that stuff. There'll be information about information it around it, but it'll be accessible to everyone, right? What I think happens now is people that actually want to participate. It's an effort. It's like going to the burn, right? It's an effort to find someone yep. to find the mushrooms. So it tends to filter out people that are just like, "Oh, mushrooms! I'll try that tonight." Oh, you know. Yeah, right. So like, you have to seek it now, and so by a process of elimination, much like the burn, um, the harder it is to get to something, the harder it is to participate in something. It just the naturally, the more committed you have to be and, and you have to kind of adopt that with a certain mindset that, that just na the natural process of elimination gets rid of all those people that are just going to like trip on it at a party because it's available and somebody brought it and nobody knows what the fuck's going on and mm. just jump it, you know, so I think there'll be that adaptation period from where we are now. Oh, it's going to gonna be messy. Man. It'll be messy. And then yeah. it, it'll validate some of the people that's like, oh, you know, legalizing is fine. It's growing pains. We'll have to get through that. Yeah. But I think ultimately, you know, down the road when we actually do come into our own, it's like the teenage years, right? You're all awkward. Yeah. Your voice is cracking. Yeah, you yes. got zits and all that shit. Yeah. You're like, and then all of a sudden you're this beautiful person, you know, inside and out and you're, you know, you're a swan. Yeah. 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 Um, so we're in the, where I think we're in that, we're in that teenage uh, era of, yeah. of, of all this movement, which definitely you know, has its And it's messy. And it's all, as you said, it's awkward yeah. and it's going to be uncomfortable. But and it's still fun and, and wild and crazy. And I think oh, yeah. our job as people that participate and, you know, like you doing these podcasts and sharing information and diving in deep is to find a way of like pulling information out and 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 and, and sharing well, that tell information. The truth about tell it. the truth about because it. Because the truth about it yeah. is is I remember the first thing that the, the main takeaway from my the first time I did mushrooms was now I know why this is illegal mm -hmm. because I became I became so in touch with myself as a living thing. But also, I was looking at I was looking at at, at, the, at a city. I was looking at LA and I was thinking, wow, look at all this crap we've built. Look at all this stuff. And I remember thinking, wow, I'm, I'm, what's, I, I kind of, I, I, I was, I was just so captivated with the fact that I get to be alive. Mm. Now, the fact that that is illegal, yeah. that I'm not allowed to, to have situations that can put me in that place. To so just feel content to a, just be alive. Yeah. And yeah. sure, I get it. I, I get there are situations where you can abuse it. But again, as we said, the, the way that it's abused is because people don't know how to do it. Mm. You tell them how to do it. And you and you give people information on it, and they can have the most beautiful, profound experience of their of their life. It was for me, but <laughs> these things don't make very good consumers. Exactly. Like so, you're, all of a sudden, you're self you're, you're you're self content or you're content uh, with just being. You know, just you're like like you know hiking today and just walking and like sitting down and like taking in the view, like, wow, it cost, yeah. me, cost me 10 bucks today. Yeah. I mean, a few bucks for the mushrooms, well, I guess, if, but, but like that was all we needed to, to, to have an amazing day. Yeah. Whereas otherwise, what you go to Disneyland at like hundred, I don't know. I've never been to Disneyland, but whatever the entrance cost is and then the, the parking and then yeah. the, the food and then the, you're sitting in lines and like hell food. Uh, it's all hell food. It's all Disneyland. shit. It's like, I mean, for 10 bucks and we didn't have to, we could have parked outside the park, but I chose to be, you know, of course you want to contribute and you want to kind of do something to kind of give back. Like this is mm. the least we could do for 10 bucks and to have this amazing experience in nature and like interacted with the, with the bugs and like had this, like, you know, we heard the crickets and I heard the bees. I'm like, do you hear this buzzing? Like, it's like, Oh cool. And we're, like, we're climbing in the caves and we're just like taking in the view, like this, like when we were kids, just kind of playing around and mm. diving into mm -hmm. like this, this, this world that when you were a kid, you would, I'd give you a styrofoam cup or ideally, 
a styrofoam, but something that you can just make a cardboard box. Cardboard box. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're you know you're playing house and you're yeah. like whatever, making paper planes, and you're 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 lost in your world, you know. And so for and that's me, more common. That's when people, when you do a psychedelic trip, especially with mushrooms, correctly, that's where you go. Yeah. You don't jump off balconies. Yeah. Yeah. You don't go around stabbing people. Yeah. You don't like, you don't turn out a homeless person who's yeah. schizophrenic. Yeah. You go to a, a, this beautiful childlike wonder and you come back. With an understanding Recharge. of who you are, yeah. yeah. Recharge with just being content and okay with who you are. Like almost everyone that I've spoken to that has done it in that manner has had that experience. Yeah. And the people that I've spoken to that have done it, oh, you know, someone gave me someone to rave yeah. and I didn't like it. And it was no, bad no shit. And I was like, yeah, of course. Especially if it's your short, like when it's your, again, when you have experience in diving in, like, I've, you know, now I'll, you know, uh, respectfully consume it with intention still every time I do at uh, the burn to me it's the burn is uh, uh, the ply is a sacred space but like you know the Coldplay concert where I just did enough to kind of dive in and tune in and 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 and, and you know but if, if I were to have like a weird experience in, in a place where maybe I did too much in a public environment I get it like all right well I know what it's supposed to be i know how it how it has been for me so you're you're okay with those variables because yeah. you have a baseline right again Absolutely. it's like you know, use sex as an analogy because it's, it's a fundamental one that we all get but like if you've had a if you have a good experience you know love making and all that stuff you might have some random weird experiences encounters where it wasn't ideal but you're like all right well i know what it's supposed to be like and this yeah. just wasn't but if it's your it, first it's time but if it's your first time and that's what you're basing like things on like if that's yeah. your first time doing psychedelics and say you oh, know psychedelics are shit because i well dude it's like you could have been raped for your first experience and say yeah. like sex is bad because you got raped that sucks and it's unfortunate but try not to get tied on to that like like yeah. like work your way past that you know yeah. um so no i, I think yeah. it's i think it's really important set and setting in, in a sense um set and setting doesn't always have to be the most magical you know my most two, two most powerful ayahuasca experiences in my life were you know when i first did it in the jungle with seven shamans on a, on a, uh, on a full moon wow. uh and the second most powerful was in my guest bedroom with uh, my buddy umberto on a tuesday night in hollywood wow know? yeah right. and it's like set and setting is important but if you're able to kind of like go into it once you're on the other side it doesn't matter it's like when you're going to sleep you know it's much easier to fall asleep in your bed of course when it's quiet and you got the nice fluffy pillows and the temperature's perfect and you're just like, oh, you fall asleep. Mm. Once you're in the dream world, you don't remember where you were when you fell asleep. You might mm. be at a club and like music's blasting. You're kind of like, you know, drunk and buzz and you're like, oh, let me just sit down here for a minute. Oh, you fall asleep. <laughs> you're in the dream state. Once you're yeah. in the dream state, it doesn't matter where you are. You wouldn't ideally want to be in the club if you're in a normal, like, you know, that's not the ideal setting to fall asleep. But once you're on the other side, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, so I think it's like, you know, obviously creating an environment that, that that's appropriate, learning the, the tools and the medicines and, and, and finding your way through it. And then after that, you can kind of navigate and play and tweak and change and, and, and see where you take it from there. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting path that you we're know on. That, yeah. Well, dude, it's, 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 it seems to be so, so uh, whimsical and yeah. mystical, you yeah. know, like I, I remember when I did, um, when I did DMT, I smoked DMT. Mm. <laughs> I remember thinking, here, this time, yeah. when you're here, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. thinking, how does this exist? Yeah. I was thinking, you know, when you're a kid, you have, when you're a little kid, you have so many experiences in your life that are, that are, that are truly like uh, awesome. You know, you're like, wow, you're genuinely yeah. in awe. You're in awe by everything. Yeah. Like yeah. everything. And is then like, the older you get, the less yeah. and less things you have, like the first time you ride a bike or the first yeah. time you land a kickflip yeah. or the first time you eat something <laughs> spicy, you know, these things kind of, you try a new flavor or you, you know, and, and you have less and less of these things. And then you get to like, you know, in your twenties and you kind of like, there aren't that many things. Then you go traveling and yeah. you experience a new culture and you're like, whoa. Yeah. And this, 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 uh, the awe comes, comes over you again. But then, you know, they kind of stop. 
there's 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 few you of them. Plateau. You plateau. You start to plateau yeah, a little bit. But yeah. then when man, when you bring psychedelics back in, that that's when it's like holy it, shit. Yeah, this is. <laughs> I cannot believe this is a real glasses. thing. It's a whole new filter. So it's funny because like for me, it's almost like you know when I first started working with plants. Uh, Everything I would say, I was trying not to be obnoxious, but within the inner circles of jokingly say like, oh my God, like blah, blah, blah. Oh, I, I want to try that on mushrooms. Like you almost want to relive everything you've like, you know, I want to go skydiving on mushrooms. I want to do like- <laughs> Skydiving on you know, mushrooms. How cool would that be? If you're able <laughs> to take in the insane. experience, but amplify the experience. I mean, yeah. you, you do like a, a nice dose. You have to time yeah. it right. And you know, I'm you know, I'm willing to kind of go either way. Hey, I love that event, it's man. weird, fuck, you know, I'll, I'll deal with it. But um, I, I think it'd be, it could be yeah. fun. But you almost kind of want to relive. We were talking about that earlier. Of like, you know, we, 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 we say like, oh, I've kind of seen it and done it all. And then you kind of put another pair of glasses now. It's yeah. like, oh, I want to look at the same scenery or watch the same movie with a different filter on, you know? And so yeah. you get to kind of re-experience life with, with a new filter, you know? And, and I think it kind of brings back the innocence of childhood. We were talking about that earlier of like, you know, wanting to play. When I'm at the burn, I have no desire for like, you know, chasing women. I mean, I've been every year uh, with my wife, but even last year we were in an open relationship and I've kind of easily been um, playing out and, you know, I have no desire for that. I want to play. I, I want to go. I'm not going like to waste. Like a kid. Yeah. 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 I, I could pick up girls Ride here and, and it's around. free. Yeah. Like I could just go out. I'm not going to spend all the time and effort and money to go to the burn and like chase, chase women. Like it's a, I don't care. If a woman, if, if a situation came within my peripheral of like, hey, like there was a magical moment where like I'm on this thing and like, oh, you meet this thing. Great. I'll ride that wave and kind of connect and dive deep and just kind of go and play. But it's it's from it's from a childlike playing state. Mm. It's not from like, oh, I want to bang this girl. Hey, where? It's almost like, oh my God, you want to you want to play together? Like, let's let's go and climb this um, art piece. Oh, well, you want to? What, what do you want to do? Oh, let's go over here. Okay, and we're we're biking with each other on bikes, and it's got yeah. that kid like thing. Like, it's the childlike essence that 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 I get back to at the burn, particularly mainly because of the psychedelics or because of of an environment that that allows you to kind of shed all the filters and all the shit that we've we've built over the years from like our perceptions of what you know this kind of woman is or this kind of environment is or this kind of whatever is it's like all that stuff that we we kind of like build up these walls these barriers gets knocked down and gets like wiped away yeah. and gets like just kind of uh, eliminated well we figured it out. That's what it is. Well, you figured That's, it out at 14. Oh, so. at 14. At 14. Absolutely. <laughs> We're just catching up. Yeah. Yeah. See, at 14, I knew. No, but but that's that 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 state that the, that we're talking about that you just so eloquently described yeah. is not that's not that doesn't make a good employee and mm-hmm. that doesn't make a good consumer. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're illegal. I agree because like for me, like I was, you know, talking earlier about um and I keep saying that, but I was on this, you know, mushroom hike with, with, with Ogo today. So we've shared a lot of uh, yeah. different perspectives and experiences. It's the right time to chat about yes, this. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Even though it was kind of a, a, a lighter journey. But the, um, like for me, you know, the desire for money or the desire for some kind of like financial wealth is is just to, to allow myself uh, the environment and create the space or allow myself to, to create the, that, 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 that space to, to just be able to kind of dive into that childlike play right it's like we we live in a world where you know let's face it we're in a monetary environment and we need some kind of you know i need to pay rent i need to pay um you know the mortgage and carpet whatever like whatever we need to do we need to buy the equipment to record this podcast right you don't just go and like clink your little you know yogi bells and like oh click your heels together yeah it's like you got you know there's got to be some form of 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 of, uh, like at the burn right it costs a lot of money to to live in an environment with no money right yes it's like you gotta just you gotta Go there, but when you're there and you can create that environment, that's where you can fully let go into yourself. Yeah. I want to create that environment for myself in this world where I'm striving for some form of 
you know, financial buffer where I can just like, like Jim Carrey, where you can say whatever you want, be you, do whoever you want. You don't mm. care if that costs you a deal, you know, or if that costs you a cost, or whatever. Like, for, you know, for me, obviously, I'm very respectful of, of, of the brand of, of where I work, and and you know, I try to you know, not necessarily project and to you know, whatever. It's like I, there, there's there's a mindfulness in, but at the same time, I, it's something I really believe in. I, I think it's something that's eventually going to heal the world, and it's something that that I that I that I that I want you know want to kind of I, I resonate with that I, I really want to it's almost like people that are vegan that are speaking for the animals that can't speak right where i think we're speak, speaking for plants that can't speak yeah. uh, while mindfully there's still a filter for me where i'm like oh if i really told you what i thought or if i really dove in deep on certain oh, things yeah. like uh, let's, well, we're know, just let's doing go it, deep we're doing our best to pass on what the plants told us exactly and we're not exactly. doing the best job because when you do it it's like it's, uh, it's beyond words. I yeah, can't bring it. Yeah. Go experience again. Yeah, you try. Yeah. But but, but I think if, when you're in a place like you know bringing it back to where Jim Carrey is, when you're in that place where you actually have no one to answer to because you are so fully self-contained and and, yeah. and self-reliant, radical self-reliance, bringing yeah. it back to one of the, the plier principles, um, then you can really fully be in that playful state. Like you know, he's painting whatever you want, like whatever that that looks like for you. Um, and so for me, that's the goal is to get to that environment and slowly, surely I'm always kind of getting there and, I'm, and every day, like whether it's, uh, you know, some kind of monetary trade off, like, you know, I took half a day off work today and you know, that I had a couple of people calling for, um, for, you know, assistant, my assistant took care of some of that stuff, but, but still there's, you know, I could have been hustling and maybe trying to strive for another deal. Um, but for what to have the freedom to do what I did today. So yeah. it's like, yeah. there's that fine line between w- waiting to work for the life you want to have, you know, like or we talked about earlier in and, the life and, and living the life. Yeah. And living yeah. the life that you want to have, you know, yeah. it's like find the balance, you know, yeah. at the same time, you don't want to end up a, you know, whatever, 60, 70 year old, like ex burner hippie where you have, you know, you're working at Starbucks cause you just like, you know, lived in the presence, your present moment, your whole life. And just kind of, you know, had no foresight to like, yes. find. yeah, there's, you got to get that balance. Yeah. yeah. You got to get the balance, you know, not like to my, say there's anything wrong with that, but my, uh, my, I, my folks are doing, they're doing it right at the moment. You mm-hmm. know, dad was, a, um, uh, he's retired now, but he was a dentist for like 45 years and, you know, wow. worked his ass off and earned a bunch of money. And now they're, they're he's like, all right, let's make the most of this. Now yeah. they're, now they're not working and they're just traveling. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, but that's, that's that, that's that old school way of doing it. And I, and I love that. They're really, they're really going in, you know, they're, they've got a way better social life than I do. Yeah. Um, I mean, dad worked. Nine to five for but, I mean, you, 40 years, 45 years. But you know? he enjoyed the weekends. He, and he did. Time. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. You know, and it's normal. Of course, you got to put in the time and, and put in the work. And I think there's that, you know, some people are a little more skewed on one side versus the other. But I think, yeah, I think you find what works for you. And if you're yeah. able to kind of enjoy the process of ensuring your future um, while ensuring your future, that's good. If yeah. you're like sacrificing the process of enjoying your life to ensure your future, it's not ideal because what if you never get there? What if that's it, man? You sacrifice your whole life. When I retire, I'll do this, and then yeah. you, you know, get fucking hit by a car and you die, and you actually didn't enjoy anything. Come back to Jim Carrey. He he yeah. has a great quote about that. He was he learned something from his dad where he he learned that he was like you can you oh yeah can fail, fail at something you don't like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you I may as well fail that. at what you love. Yeah, go for your dreams because you can actually fail sacrificing yeah. your dreams to pursue something and still fail it. Yeah, still that, fail. that's true. I remember. That's, I, I love that, that. That's huge. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. he's on he's on the next level stuff, Jim Carrey. Yeah, I think so. I think it's um, yeah, I, I, yeah, and, and and it's and it's nice to hear from somebody who got all the things we yeah. think we're striving to get because you have that vantage point. You know? Yep, yep, and he's not kind of holding back. Yeah, he's coming for it. Yeah. Um, if I haven't, so I haven't done I have mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked with my my 
um, my wife Laurel about it, and she's done it a couple of times. And I know you're a, you're an experienced guy in that in that world. But mm. where do you think? I mean, where the hell does that come from? The fact that that that's that's just too out of very 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 many plants. Yeah, so I think it's something like 150,000 um, varieties of plants in the Amazonian you know, forest rainforest. And what is this? Apple? Dried apple? Mango? Mango? Dried mango? Wow! Nice. <laughs> that's Podcast cool. that's sponsored a, by Oga and her mangoes. No. Dried mangoes. <laughs> Living the dream. Living the dream. It's the simple things in life. Like, yeah, ah, man. Dried mangoes. Mm. What is that? Universe, yeah, the universe provides. The, the plier will provide. Yeah, we can say the universe provides, but no, I'll go provide it. I'll go provide yeah. it. The dried but, mangoes. but we could be sitting here like, yeah, man, I wanted to eat something and I just manifested it, bro. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but behind that manifestation was, was the cost of someone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The lovely Olga. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, the fact that that's, thank you so much. The fact that that um, is even, was even discovered Again, adds to like the the, the mystical, magical yeah, kind of. And there's a lot of like again folklore around uh, around how that came to be, and you know, I, I like something that Sean Peterson said, and he's stuff a, um, um, a center down in Peru, and he passed not too long ago. Um, you know, the rest of his soul, um, and you know, he you know the, the story he would share was like it was like these master shamans, and and when they passed. Um, there were, I think, medicine people of the tribe, and then when they, when they, when they passed, it, the, the tribe was like, "Oh, how, you know, who are we going to go to for healing or what?" Because don't worry, he goes, "When I, when I die, I'll, I'll, my body will, you know, I'll plant my whatever. You, you, you bury, you bury my body, and from, from where you bury my body, there'll, there'll be, there'll be a, um, a vine that grows. And, and when my wife dies, who's been, you know, by his side during, during his practice of, of healing and, and sh- sh- shamanism." there'll be a leaf that, that, that grows. And, and when you take the, the two, our two souls or the two essence of our, of our souls, our plants, and you cook it together, there'll be a magical brew that'll show you the way. And so, um, you know, that's one of the folklores, but, but it's, it's a combination of the ayahuasca vine, of course, with the chacuna leaf that, that creates this, this brew. You can drink pure vine, uh, which is the MAO inhibitor, um, and nothing happens. And you can drink the pure leaf um, without the vine and nothing happens, right? Because the DMT, that di- dimethyltryptamine is digested by the enzymes in your, in your stomach, uh, which the MAO inhibitor inhibits from digesting. And so- It will not work without the it combination. It will not work, yeah. And even like, you know, in some of the circles um, we sit in, they, they serve pure vine before the ceremony. Pure vine. Because it's just kind of like, it's almost like the, not opening act, but it, it kind of like pre, you know- um, presets the, the your it just kind of starts to open up the, the the your stomach so that when you drink the brew you're not you're not burning out some of that you're not wasting time um, you know kind of the, the ayahuasca in the in the brew is not you're, you're not um, how do I explain it? It, it it's it's a cleaner entry because right. you're, you're it's almost right. like you're 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 paving the way for for the main act kind of right. thing right. Um, and so that you know, so 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 you need you need the two, and so the combination is is you know it's 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 a three thousand year lineage, and and it's still up you know up for debate as to how that came to be, um, but there's you know they they say that there's been some divine intervention in that process of finding these two vines to create this magical. Wow, well, or, or it's a or ridiculous it's a coincidence. crazy population uh, process of elimination. Uh, oh yeah, of, yeah, because that's what they were doing. I mean, come on, the people living yeah, out they're the like jungle. like chopping down every tree, yeah. like brewing it, drinking it. Where's ah, the checklist? Yeah. Did we combine these two? All right, number one thousand nine hundred forty-seven. They're nothing. taking their they're taking their iPhones out, snapping pictures. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, let's let's document this process. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like forget about it. That's fascinating. That mm. in itself, and yeah. that and that the experience is just apparently so 
insanely oh, it's profound. Beyond, it's beyond anything. Like, you know, comparing it, going going to the mushroom thing where you can you could have accidentally ate a magic mushroom or, um, you know, I mean, you know, muscaria uh, and had the experience. That's just more like, you know, food of the gods, like where the, the theory of like, uh, you know, primitive man jumping into more of a conscious man was when they accidentally ate that mushroom. That's a more believable lineage of, of where, where we came from because you just accidentally ate that one mushroom. The, the, the fact, the process of actually cooking the medicine and, and, the, and, and what you have to do to create this brew is a much more intentional, um, conscious process. It doesn't just happen. And so, like, how do you how do you reverse engineer how that came to be? I, it's it, it's anyone's guess, but uh, and so, in, in, in from my experience, the, the the result of that is you know as as more powerfully divine as the mystical version or mystical story of how that came to be. It, it's beyond it to me. It's the, the 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 mother of all plants. It's the you know um, universe doctorate degree. If 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 you know weed is kindergarten or alcohol is like you know pre K or whatever you call it. Um, mushrooms is high school whatever uh, ayahuasca is like the master's, master's degree. Doc, doctor degree. like yeah it's it's beyond anything yeah. uh, that, yeah. you, that you would experience yeah so do you think that there are other plants out there that, i mean you know you have peyote discovered? you have uh you have san pedro you have ibogaine you you do have certain things that have similar components of of of, of mystique yeah um but and i haven't done ibogaine um, but but um, it's not I'm, it's I'm not very fun it. apparently. It's no, like it's more real. treat addiction, and I'm still open to the process because I'm I'm curious and I like to explore different things. And, you know, I've done Cambo five uh, ml DMT and, and and regular DMT and and, and things like that. But um, you're a spiritual, you're a psychedelic warrior. Bro. <laughs> well, I think it's more just curious yeah. uh, about about all things. But um, but there's something about the magic of ayahuasca and the brew. Um, that is beyond anything else. There's, there's this loving, like, like, you know, each ceremony that each impactful ceremony would take a a podcast in its own to to dive in deep. But uh, needless to say, there, there's been moments that are beyond, like, it's, it's unlike, you can't explain it, right? Because it's like, it's almost like explaining love, right? How do you explain love? Or dream. Or dream, you know, it's like, like people are like, oh, how do you know, like, how do I know if, if, if you feel like. You know, if somebody asks, like, how do you, if, if, am I in love? If, if you're asking, you're not there. Yeah. Like, when you're yeah. there, you don't need to, like, you can't explain it. Yeah. But I I would know that you're not there if you're asking me. Like, that's it, right. You yeah, know, yeah. And it's the same with that. Like, how do you, like, I felt a pretty, uh, I went deep, but I kind of felt like a, you know, no, no. It, it, you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, how do you explain that? Yeah. It's beyond words. Yeah. And so, it's, you know, sometimes it takes people a couple of try. It took me, you know, until my fourth one to kind of really dive in. And, and whatever that is for each person, each person's journey is different, you know, based on their intent, based on the, your diet, your commitment, based on things that are beyond your control. You know, yeah. it's like, um, but all I, all I know is that if you're committed to getting there and, and when you do, um, it's worth it. You know, it's like, um, it's like, again, it's like love, right? It's like, yeah, it's, it's take like a, a chance relationship. On it, man. It's like your first date might be a little messy and your second date might be a little you know, and maybe it takes, uh, you're building a relationship with this plan, you know? So maybe like the first time you're scared, nervous, whatever. But if you're committed to getting there, you build that trust, you go a little deeper next time and you kind of a little deeper next time and, and you pull from it what you, what you will. It's similar to Burning Man, to be honest. Like when I first got to the burn, it was almost like a live version of my ayahuasca experience. Cause I had no idea that there was like um, art cars and there was a whole night thing. I thought it was just like a daytime art thing. Um, I like to not research too much about stuff, even though I knew a lot about it just from I wasn't really paying attention. I didn't, never really asked. You know, I do that with movie questions. trailers. Yeah, that, I don't want to know. I wanted seconds. to be surprised. That looks good. I don't want to see. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Yeah, um, I trust it. Let's go. Yeah, because you don't want to like you know. It's like 
when you, when you watch a movie that you know like action movies it, it's all the highlights of all their all the cool scenes and you watch a movie like i kind of just saw the movie in in, in the minute yeah. 30 trailer yeah i'm done there's, no, there's nothing more than that um but it's like for for me the the you know the burn and and um and ayahuasca is similar in the sense of like you you're, you got to commit to it you got to like be open to it you got to dive into it you know burn and learn same with ayahuasca you kind of jump in and you learn uh, what to do next time, how to let go more. You build that trust, you go deeper, you know, it's, it's, it's a relationship. It's not like people expect to, to, to solve the problems that they've had for 20, 30, 40 years, however old you are, like with one sitting, like, Oh, I want to solve this trauma that I had with this, you know, ex-wife or girlfriend, or like when I was yeah. abused as a child, like, Oh, I'm going to sit in one ceremony and everything yeah. will be good. Like, like it's a on. limitless pill. Yeah. Or something, yeah, man. exactly. You know, yeah. or, or like, you, like you work. go to the trainer to like, you know, build up and lose weight. You, he <laughs> shows you everything to do. All right, done. Well, no, you, now you know what to do. You got to fucking do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you know, your level of commitment to implementing the things you've learned is what gives you the body that you're going to do right, with a trainer or what will give you the life that you're trying to do with uh, psychedelics, just like any, you know, Tony Robbins seminar or something, you know? Yeah. Um, you got to practice. You, you got to practice get these tools and implement and then, it. Yeah. 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 The difference with ceremony uh, versus like an, uh, a Tony Robbins seminar. Cause you know, I love Tony and like, and I got to say like his 50 hour uh, unleash the power within weekend. He's a beast, is sim- It's similar to an ayahuasca ceremony, but the difference is for me, just like the way he structures it, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool. Eight years ago, it was like that. Now it's it's a little. It just feels it's a little more. Um, he just needs to fit in more in, in less time, so it's kind of lost. So he doesn't. He hasn't done as much intervention and all this stuff. But it's it's still amazing, and powerful. But anytime it's coming ex- from an external source, like if you're telling me something, like hey Steph, you get you know you've been a little dysfunctional in this, or maybe you're doing too much of this or whatever. In my head, I'm like, well, what the fuck do you know, man? Like, who are you to tell? Like, there's almost there's always like that. We're always looking at the the feedback we're getting from people through either their eyes or through the filters of what we perceive their, them to be to us. Whereas when you hear from yourself, like all these insights or the inspirations or some of like the, the negative things you might be learning about yourself in, in, in the ayahuasca ceremony, it's within you, you know? And so like the only person you have to blame for hearing something you don't want to hear is yourself. Mm. So you got to stop, you know, you got to start taking stock of that. It's like, holy shit, where's that coming from? There's a part of my psyche or the spirit world, higher self or whatever the fuck you want to call it, you know? That's that's bringing this to the surface. I can't ignore it because nobody's sitting there telling you like, "Hey, Steph, you gotta do this." Blah, blah, blah. Nobody's whispering shit in your ear, or trying to sell you something, or trying to be like, "Yeah, you know, you need to do more of this." So here's my card. Call me. I can help you. There's yeah. there's, there's none of that, right? It's like it's all coming from within, and so like that. It's the, hard to argue with. You, you can't argue with it. Yeah, you know, you can, but you can then just, good luck with that. Like, if, yeah, but you it's know, yourself. If you, exactly. It's, you know. So it, it's, yeah. it's 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 in in, in in my person, you know, for me, it's been the most powerful you know therapy session if you will you know people that sit in ceremonies will be like that's like six months worth of therapy in one night because you just cut through all the bullshit you know whereas the first few months of therapy might be like you're just trying to get past the judgment of what you think this person has on, or like i don't trust it though they're full of shit. whatever that you you know it's like yeah. relationship you got to build through it, you just cut through it you go straight to the straight to the source um and uh it, it's 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 magical but it's like anything else you get what you're willing to accept from it you you like you got to be open to like hearing that if you're just gonna be like uh, you know closed-minded you may not get as much from it but it's hard to be closed-minded to it in my opinion when you fully dive in deep because it's so beyond resistance you're you're so you you have no choice but to surrender to it you know and if you resist it you tend to not go in as deep uh, and you'll get there eventually. But when you finally surrender to all that's coming in, there, you, you run out of excuses. Like you said, you, yeah. you know, it's hard to argue. Well, it's, with, an, it's an epiphany, right? You yeah. get an epiphany in your everyday life yeah. for, for, I don't know, you may have heard this, this thing over and over and over again before something happens yeah. and, and it clicks and then you just know. 
and and I feel like that's what that's what psychedelics are laced with these epiphanies. They're 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 abundant in there, and and you come out, and that's where like you know if you could get ten epiphanies in in three hours, that's kind of like what a psychedelic trip great, is yeah, like. Yeah, great bang for buck. Yeah, yeah, that and that's kind of like the purpose. Uh, that's the the tool, right? That's that's their. I believe their spirit. Um, it's 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 what they're meant to teach us, right? Yeah, I I think. I mean, you know, obviously everyone's different, but um, it's been my experience that the that the purpose or like the essence of what they bring out uh, is very much in line with 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 healing and with like yeah. you know, bringing us to our next level of like you know, shedding the ego, whatever, like just bringing this amazing harmonious uh, higher sense of self and higher sense of community, higher sense of connection with each other. Now, where that comes from. That's a whole different. That's a whole other. Like, yeah, it's a whole like, other topic. I, I, you know, I guess right. whatever spiritual or religious background you care to yeah, subscribe to. But yeah. I mean, it's no idea. Yeah, absolutely it, no idea. It's like trying to understand electricity, right? Like, I, I, I don't know. I benefit from lights and, and power. And uh, do I yeah, really like want to? I'm personally not really interested in understanding fully um, the, the 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 whole process of, of of electricity being stored in batteries and like how it would just flick a switch and the boom the light bulb goes on. It's like I understand the obviously the basic you know the essence around power, but I, I, how does that help? How does use that help me? Them? Like yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna use it and and and, and enjoy it and, and find a harmonious way to improve my life with it and yeah. the life of others. Yeah, um, you know, and so and there are people that are interested in how the how it works functionally. Great, I love that because I want you know somebody's got to do that. Yeah. Um, but people that are trying to like understand how it works before using its benefits, it it can be crippling. Like, uh, cool. If you want to take the path, great. For me, the path wasn't about. So, well, in a way, it was because I started you know studying a bit of the sacred geometry and 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 quantum physics a little bit. You know, watching Gra- Graham Hancock well, and well, that sorry to cut you off, but that's fascinating in itself. The, the sacred geometry, the mm. fact that that you you see geometric shapes, mm-hmm. mathematically geometric shapes, and and it's like everybody does yeah you know you have you have a common thread yeah like what the hell's that about that's amazing yeah that it's 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 not like some random blob of of color it's it's the kaleidoscopes yeah the kaleidoscope version why amazing like i don't actually want to know why yeah, yeah, but the exactly. fact, you know but it, the fact <laughs> but, that that happens the fact that it's a, it's a common thread in in, in, a, in a lot of experiences i think kind of brings it back to like you know the the, the building blocks of of you know cymatics and and, yeah. and the golden mean yes. right? the fibonacci sequence all yeah. these things that have some form of that's kind of what led me to ayahuasca to be honest is you know cuz i didn't really get into these into these things until i was 30 and a lot of it was like judgment around like drugs and like oh it's just a bunch of hippies like trying to find an excuse to get you know high and all this yeah. stuff. Uh, but I was very fascinated about cymatics and or cymatica if you if, if you ancient language. But um, I was fascinated. Which so cymatics just for people. Who don't it's, know it's, it's, oh, so cymatics is a study around sound creating like the, the harmony and, and and the and the structure of of sound that that create you know. So it's like you know you've probably seen this thing on YouTube where they, they have this like tectronic plate and you sprinkle salt on it and you have this like yeah, certain frequencies create certain, patterns. certain so you see and the geometric patterns. patterns yeah yeah. Um, and so which is why when you're ringing like the, the the Tibetan crystal bowls or your whatever like it's it's, it's yeah. meant to you get the line right frequencies and, and yeah it's kind of like aligning the the the, the the cells and, 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 and atoms in your body. And so like that always fascinated me. And, and the common thread that I would see through a lot of these teachings and these, the, 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 this um, body of work with Greg Braden, Graham Hancock, and mm. you know, David Wilcox and these guys was using or, or you know, eventually going into the psychedelic world to really see it hands-on and feel it. The feel like, the, 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 like when you said you see these kaleidoscope, these, you, see, you see the sacred geometrical patterns 
for yourself. It's yeah. not just a theory. It's like, oh, you see it, or, or you'll feel the body. You'll feel the, you know, the mushrooms or the ayahuasca kind of running through your veins, and you feel like the resonance of like when you know with your hands is vibrating, and like it's something beyond understanding that 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 you're physically feeling or or visually seeing or emotionally experiencing or whatever. Uh, that really ties in the world of science uh, and, and mystical, you know, spiritual experience. Mm. One, one experience I remember having was looking at my my forearm and and feeling like I could see through mm. my skin, and and I could see that it was alive, and that that there was this there was this like geometric pattern under there that looked just like like the the um, the the Maori Islander um, tattoos. But Whoa. a far more intricate and moving version of that, which and I had a moment there. I was like, "Oh, I wonder if that's Part where they got it from." Yeah, like where yeah, where what did, came first? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, where yeah, did yeah, those yeah. originate from? And it makes yeah. a whole lot of sense that they would have. Yeah, where were they? Have just started up out of nowhere, and then your body just happens to be like you know yeah. lined up that way, seeing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So I got it, a new appreciation for the for the Islander tattoos. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think a lot of that stuff comes from somewhere. It's like uh, when, where, and how. It's like you know. yeah. I mean, is that yeah? You're right. Is that the right question? Wait, like what? Like why? No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is for someone. Yeah, yeah, no, fascinating. It is a you know. All, I think all questions have their place, right? It's like some people want to know or understand where, uh, like we talked about the electricity. Some people want to know how it works and yeah. functions in more detail. Some people just want to experience the benefits of it. Yeah. Um, I think everyone has their has their place and and and. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Her own little personal bartender. I yeah. like it with some tequila, with some fresh lime, or sorry, a fresh lemon from my lemon tree. The mm. one lemon that's been growing there for um, a while. You got, yeah, you got to have it, it, it fresh. It's the good stuff. Oh my God. This is so good. Um, we we're talking about, uh, you mentioned Graham Hancock. Yep. Um, he, I heard him talking recently and he was saying how he believes that any. Um, like presidential candidate or, or even politician should, should should do twelve ayahuasca ceremonies before they're allowed to yeah, continue. Yeah, brilliant. I love that. And <laughs> so I, it's I. like you, you almost want uh, that should be like before graduate. That should be like you know, a rite a, of part of the curriculum. That should be yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and it used to be right. There, there was a rite of passage in a lot of these ancient tribes where you know the in the in the Shipibo tribe they would give you a, a bottle of ayahuasca and tell you to go into the jungle and not don't come back until you figured out your life's purpose at 16 or whatever you know it's in in some of these guys and some of the, these tribes they say that when a when a child reaches for the medicine that's when you give it to them you know so they'll give them to, to well, people as early as 8 9 10 years old oh wow okay so they're called to it when they're called to it yeah thank you basically and well, cuz uh, that's kind of what happened with me with with I just I just something happened in my life and I felt that I needed I was just intrigued by mushrooms. It just called me as hippie as that sounds. Yeah. And I just started you watching answered. documentaries. They didn't, they, they didn't text you. They called. They like called. Old school. Old yeah. school. Yeah. But not even on my phone, just in my brain, <laughs> in my mind. And I, I was like, hello? hello? How did you get in here? Yeah. How did you get my number? Is this me? <laughs> Who am I talking to? Yeah. Am I a crazy person? <laughs> it's true. It's cheesy and like fucking hippie cliche shit, whatever you want to call it as it sounds. There is a, there is a sense of calling to that because, because it's such a – it could be such a scary, daunting, like overwhelming, like holy fuck world. Um, it should never be something that somebody says, dude, man, you got to do this. Yeah, but I don't feel, no, just do it. Like, cause if you go into the dark place feeling like you've been pushed into it, you're like, fuck, you know, fuck you. Like you're just, you know, it shouldn't be that way. It yeah. should be something like I'm feeling called to do it. I know the risks. I know, I, I, you know, I, I know what might happen and I'm, I'm going in at all. For me, it was like, I'm going in at all costs. And I've had some ceremonies where 
I'm going deep and like I see the mother like drawing me in and she's like, you know, come here. And I'm like, I remember this like 12 hour, like, you know, sunset, the sunrise ceremony that in in Thailand, we're like in this little hut and I'm like leaning over the balcony and I'm seeing like this, whatever. And I'm like, just falling into this. I'm like, oh, where's that? And you see like this little thing, you feeling drawn in. I'm like, I want to go there. (laughs) And and I remember her saying like, well, um, if, if, if you, if if I show you or if you come, you may not come back. I'm like, that's fine. Like I'm wow, like, man. If this you've is, been you've been deep. Yeah. And I was like, I'm willing to go anywhere because wow. you just feel so enthralled and you feel so curious. Like, and it's and it, you feel so safe in a way of like the curiosity is pulling you in. It's not fear pushing pushing you. It's 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 for me, it's always been a, a beautiful, healthy, loving curiosity thing pulling me in. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, and drank a sec, you know, whatever it was, I think it was like six or seven cups that night, but whatever cup number that was, I'm like drinking and I go and I'm like waiting for her to take me. And she's like, no, you know, it's not no, tonight. Not, not, yeah. That's no, not yeah. your time. I'm like, all right, fine. But there's, there's always like that. I go into it with a desire of like at all cost, um, I'm in, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's what, that's the attitude you need to f- wait for before you jump into this stuff because you don't know what's going to happen. And you know, I've had some amazing, insanely blissful experience and I've gone through the deepest, darkest pits of hell. Um, luckily, a lot of the beauty, well, other than my first three that were very stress- frustrating because I never really dove in, but luckily all the really challenging dark ones came after some of my my beautiful ones so i had a barometer of like okay well this is just a really shitty time or it's showing me some you know some dark things that mm, i need to work yeah. on it's fine i know i've seen the light i know it exists i can i can crawl my way back to that light however long it takes me and sometimes it's been you know, 20 or 30 ceremonies in where i had to kind of crawl back out um but knowing it it, it existed was was ha- it's like that four minute mile right nobody ran a four minute ma- mile for whatever and then after the f- the first person who ran it I think what is something like 60 whatever yes. people ran, ran a four minute mile in the next three months. Yeah. The that's, fact that they knew it was possible gave them that like, okay, we could do this. Yeah. You know, and well, so. R- Rupert Sheldrake calls that uh, morphic resonance. Okay, cool. That it can be, uh, once it's unlocked, it's unlocked for the entire for the species. Entire, yeah. Like the know? 99th monkey rule. Like apparently like after the 99th monkey has adapt, adopted something into their ritual that even if they're not within the tribe or uh, across all monkey psyche around the world. And I don't they know. They get it. It's, it's the name of the, the yeah, world. I don't well. think it's, not, it's particularly 99 monkeys, but uh, that it's, it's become the new like baseline that, that everybody gets. It's like wow. updating yeah. your iPhones. Like, oh, okay, now it's up for everything. Just update it and we're good. It's an energetic update. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so by the sounds of it, you would be, you'd be ready. You've done enough ceremonies to um, run for president. Uh, yeah, I guess I yeah. could run for but president. But you probably don't want this to is because my official, you've done the ceremonies. Yeah, exactly. Like I've not I've known enough to like, you know, try and steer with far away. This from is that. not the kind of this is, yeah, thing is, that I want for my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, mean, I have no desire for <laughs> well, running for Graham president. Well, Graham Hancock but, would but, say but, that you're ready. Exactly. Well, Graham, Graham can, uh, can, can vote for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll vote for you, bro. Yeah, I got two. Yeah. Okay, you're voting for me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got three people. <laughs> All right, what's the official number you needed to? to well, you also got to be on the Apprentice. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that I could do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, bro, probably yeah. we should wrap it up. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been Dude, talking for about I'm, yeah, I'm, ten uh, years. I'm following your lead, man. This, is, uh, <laughs> this has been a really cool experience. I got to say, uh, with the whole pod, like I've never done a podcast before, and and um, you're a natural man. Well, no, I think it's because it's it's, it's well guided. Uh, going back to like you know um, ceremonial space by being led in the right environment, I think like the way that you flow things and kind of just like you know throughout the right que- like I don't know like, nothing felt like questions it just felt like a conversation well, it's been a really, well, really, really 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 cool experience to, thanks man to well it helps that in. we're friends too yeah, yeah. That's we true. do this anyway I, exactly we're, we're normally just in the hot tub have, sipping on well we are having a, a little tequila here but yeah. Um, yeah we're usually just doing that in the hot tub and well, just yeah. kind of chilling that's why 
wanted to so I not throw a mic. Yeah, it gets yeah. you on, you know. We 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 cover the deep stuff. Yeah, yeah. As it is. So, I think you know. it's been uh yeah, I think it's um yeah, it's been it's been really 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 cool, really fun. Cheers, brother. Uh, yeah, love, love you, man. It. Yeah, same here, man. I look forward to uh, many more journeys in the in the future. Absolutely. However, right. they, however they unfold. So All it's, right. been, it's been an honor. <laughs> That's Cheers, it. Cheers, brother. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Nice. I'll come see you in Australia. Excellent. Australia, mate. Part two from Oz. <laughs> yeah. You'll, <Ba-dum. laughs> you'll nail that Aussie accent. Yeah, I love it. By then. <laughs> I'll practice. <laughs>